10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You're listening to Joss Andrews and Russell Prue. Broadcasting live from the National Education Show in Cardiff. Ah, good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Unfortunately, it's just me today. Joss had to send an apology note. Bless her, bless her, bless her. She's got the... It's a flood, and she's having to stay at home. So sorry to hear that as well, Joss, but uh, sending us the best wishes, best wishes, and hope you're absolutely well. Well, listeners, it is the 25th of October, 2019. It's 12.01 ish and my goodness you are live with me from this fantastic building here in cardiff it is of course the city hall venue this is the national education show 2019 slightly later than advertised it's time to go over for the news and then we're back here in the studio just to catch you up with everything i'll give you all the contact details after this online across the world on the anderton tiger radio network with russell Prue, top stories and all the news from feature story news in london i'm ollie barrett the u.s justice department's reportedly opened a criminal investigation around the Mueller inquiry the special counsel investigation had been under review since may u.s president donald trump has always insisted robert Mueller's inquiry into claims of collusion with russia was a witch hunt but a criminal probe means investigators will now be able to put out subpoenas for documents and testimony Meanwhile, the US is considering escalating its military presence in Syria, a dramatic reversal of President Trump's decision to withdraw troops from the country over two weeks ago. US media reports the Defense Department wants to send additional forces to northeastern Syria to protect oil fields from the Islamic State. From Washington, Harry Horton. The Pentagon is preparing to send tanks and armored vehicles to Syrian oil fields to protect them from ISIS, an acknowledgement the militant group remains a threat. It's the latest scenario following President Trump's decision this month to remove all US troops from the country, paving the way for a Turkish invasion. The move was criticised by US lawmakers and by Kurdish fighters allied with the US, who characterised it as abandonment. Washington sees the oil fields as potential leverage in future negotiations over Syria and is considering using around 500 US troops to protect them. Harry Horton, Washington. EU ambassadors are meeting to consider the length of the Brexit extension to grant the UK. Meanwhile, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson's offered lawmakers more time to debate his Brexit deal as long as they vote for a general election on December the 12th. The opposition Labour Party continues to say it will allow an election only when a no-deal Brexit has been taken off the table. Finance Minister Sajid Javid says there must be an election. We've already tried twice in the last few weeks to get a general election and On both of those occasions, Labour have refused. They're now going to have a a third opportunity to have a general election. And and this is the first time in the history of our parliament the opposition are refusing to have a general election. Remember their job, they get paid... 
to be the opposition. Morale among German consumers has slipped to a three-year low. Job losses in the auto sector and financial services, as well as trade conflicts, have left Germans less willing to spend, raising risks of a recession. Bruce Harrison reports from FSN Frankfurt. Nuremberg-based GFK Institute's consumer sentiment indicator fell to its lowest level since November 2016. Its survey of 2,000 Germans shows Brexit fears and conflicts like the U.S.-China trade war have hurt manufacturers dependent on exports. And now that trend is spreading to the service sector. Economists predict the country to dip into a recession in the third quarter. GFK's survey indicates automakers struggling with the EU's tougher emission standards could be hit the hardest. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Jos Andrews a Russell Pro, and a Lledin Viu or Shoy Addis Genedlaethol and Hair Dydd. A clonk ar holl newyddion o'r Shoy gan Radio Anderton Tiger. Wales' biggest education show. This is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. It certainly is, listeners. My goodness, we are, it is absolutely packed here today. An amazing, an amazing event as well. Double, double the numbers from last year. I think the timing is absolutely everything as well, which is just brilliant. Uh, contact details, listeners, if you want to get in contact with us. I'll give you our phone number in just a little while. But we're on text on 07624 802 272. And, of course, email studio at Anderton Tiger. Big hello to Ian Rocky avid follower. Thank you so much Ian. I hope you find the next topic of discussion really, really interesting. Uh, you can listen to us on the conference webpage and that is nationaleducationshow.com and I'm actually hosting my SoundCloud Listen Again facility on that page as well. So the whole show will be up there to listen to afterwards. Now, it is almost unusual to get two major heavyweights in the room at the same time, but it's really good. One's a local chap, one's travelled a little bit further from uh, from Peterborough as well. I've got Al Kingsley and the brilliant Mark Anderson with, in the studio, sorry, with us, really good. Um, you've both um, colluded, if that's the right word, on the most superb document. Just tell me a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, so we collaborated and, and co-authored a, uh, a guide to creating a digital strategy. Um, I w- I'd like to think that both of us aren't arrogant enough to go around telling schools what they should be doing, um, but what we've done with the guide uh, that we've written together is to try and create a document, a helpful document that school, uh, schools and, and leaders and members of SLT and, and teachers and, and, and all sorts of stakeholders within the school can sort of grab a hold of and use to help them shape their vision for digital in the schools. There's loads of great advice in there. I'm not at all suggesting that we are uh, from that position at all, but in a day and an age where uh, the kind of strategic vision has become too expensive for schools, they can't buy that service in, local authorities in lots of counties around the country are now cease to exist, all of the, uh, the people there have now got themselves other jobs, and that kind of vision and that direction that schools used to rely on, well that, that went a few years ago, so I think it's timely and appropriate. Al, what was your thinking behind this project? Well I think, I think Mark's touched on it, it's great collaborating together. One of the things you've just highlighted there Russell is, is when there's uncertainty, particularly when it comes to funding, often other types of strategies get put on the back burner because you can't see further ahead. 
And what we recognise is from listening and talking with lots of people is a digital strategy isn't a commitment to get somewhere in a week or a month or a year. It's having a sense, firstly, that it's co-produced by all the right stakeholders of where you want to get to. And then some things like the funding and the resourcing and staffing dictate the pace you can go there. But there are so many schools that have committed to short-term investment without thinking about the long-term, about whether that really fits as part of the strategy. And we've massively seen the other challenge, which is, you know, it isn't just about buying the right software or hardware. It's about creating the environment in terms of training and culture that actually means that that can have some form of impact. And um, I guess, as we're always learners in this process, pulling all those ideas together in one document to benefit others seems a really natural thing. And I think we're really both chuffed with it. Good. I think you've involved the right people. It's it's not too lengthy, I have to say, because once upon a time the department would always kick out a document similar to this and it would be, you know, you'd need almost a sack truck to bring it into school and then of course these things sit on the shelf and no one ever uses them. It, it's light, it's agile, it's portable, it's, it's a nice collection of resources and you've spoken to lots of different folks, Mark. Yeah, what we try to do with it as well to try and make it a bit more manageable is break it down into easy, manageable chunks and at the end of each of the different chapters there's a, a sort of top tips uh, suggested things to really sort of dig deeper into uh, once you've sort of gone through all of it to give you a pointer to, to, to highlight the key things you should be ex expected to look at in each of those different areas. So we found that really, really helpful. And the feedback we've had so far has been absolutely stellar. Uh, we've been so, so uh, buoyed and, and, and uh, humbled in many ways by the feedback we've had from teachers from not just in the UK, interestingly, but abroad as well. Uh, a teacher from Dubai got in touch yesterday on Twitter and said uh, that like a wizard, uh, it arrived at just the right time to help her with her digital strategy in her school. I think your timing is absolutely, no one should underplay that, the timing is absolutely spot on. I have just become so personally frustrated and fed up with seeing tweets on a Sunday night. We've just got 30 iPads. Does anyone know what we should do with them? Uh, I still get them now, Russell. And it's like, well, yeah, go back in time and you know, think a little bit. And I understand how schools can get into that, particularly uh, at the sort of like the sort of February, March time of year, you know, where there's a bit of money left at the end of the school year in the budget. They have to spend it quickly. I can see how those sort of things can come about. But the best way to do it, and particularly when you're thinking about sort of getting bang for your buck as well, maybe linking with some of your, if you if you're not in a mat, actually linking up with some of your local schools and forming a, a, a purchasing alliance, you can, you can get some economies of scale on some of these things. But like we were saying before, it, 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 it goes back to that banana armor principle, isn't it? You know, you, you can have all this great kit, but it, it's, it's not what you do, it's the way that you do it that's really important when it comes to thinking around technology. And what we're trying to do with this document is give people the right thinking and research and, and uh, experience uh, so that you can make choices that not only have impact, but also provide value. I think you're absolutely right. Al, do you think that the, historically our purchasing cycle, the, the way in which funds disappear from folks' accounts in April if it's not been spent, are those almost contributing factors to the fact that this happens like this? I think so. I mean, I think there's, there's a simple measure, typically 7-8% of your overall funding, if, you, if you're sitting there at the bottom line, it gets taken back. And, and with public money, we're looking and saying, if you want to spend wisely, it shouldn't be about the timeline, do it quick before it goes or anything else. It's about making those wise decisions. I mean, Mark's hinted, you know, hinted at those points there. It's about collaboration with other peers. It's not about get the kit and then decide what to do. And I, don't, I think our, our guide was not intended to in any way diminish any of the stakeholders in the process, whether it's finance, IT, teaching staff, syncodes and so on. But there is and has historically been perhaps a driver where finance have been the starting point of an IT strategy about what's available. 
And that isn't really the right way around. The right way around has to start with teachers and students and what's actually going to have impact. And then all the other parts, stakeholders, are there to help support, facilitate and challenge. Is it going to be the right decision? But once you've got that buy-in, we all know any kind of strategy, if all the stakeholders are in, you've got a much better success of it moving forward. And I think, well, I've certainly learned quite a lot on the way as well. And it's, it's lovely collaborating and putting that together and then feeling like you've actually saved other people that same exercise in going out and discovering themselves. Mark, how useful was your teaching background and the fact that you've become incredibly well-travelled and incredibly popular on a worldwide stage? Because, you know, I just look at my calendar and you're speaking all over the place. But people clearly want to hear more about it. But how useful was your kind of grassroots teaching practice in this? Absolutely 100% important because people often see these things as being technology projects and they're not technology projects. They're teaching and learning projects. And having been through the sort of pain points and doing this thing myself from a professional career, whilst in post as a teacher, a middle leader, senior leader, these sorts of positions, that gives me the, the background to know what often works. There's no magic but there's silver bullet. One thing that works in one school doesn't necessarily work in another. And that's why we've taken that approach with the guide as well. It's a guide to creating your digital strategy. It's not here's our digital strategy for you to go away and adopt. It gives people the information and research that they can then use to go away and create their own, being mindful of all the things they need to think about from data protection to privacy to infrastructure to all your stakeholders, so forth and so on. And it's been very well received. I was looking at some of the comments that Ty was making, uh, Ty Goddard online, which is very enthusiastic and a contributor to the document itself. Uh, you, all three of us have contributed to the Big Debate video series, which if you've not listeners found that on site, there are links on my website, links on Al's, and certainly uh, Mark's always tweeting about it as well. Might this come off the page into a into video format at some time? I think it's highly likely it will. We're going to be publishing it as a takeaway document at BET this year and you'll be able to come along and Mark and I will be presenting about the topic and, and hopefully sharing some of our experiences. Uh, we decided initially to keep the document digital because we're adding to the back of it that we've put lots of useful links for people and products and guides that we think would be supportive in the process and I expect that will probably grow over the next few weeks and then we'll print it and then I think to be honest it's a perfect example of a topic that we could debate bring some other um, friends around the table that we know can add value and experience um, and I think that would be a really useful one to pull together. I think the important one with it is, as Mark said, you know, we wouldn't be as arrogant as to suggest we have all the answers but I think actually the starting point is coming up with the right list of questions and that sets you on that journey. So as we hear some of those answers I think it's important that we add them into the guide as well. Absolutely brilliant there. So where can folks get the guide now because obviously we can't wait till Christmas if you want a printed one and of course you will be then but I want it now I want it in my hands where do I go for it uh, the easiest way is to go to netsportsoftware.com forward slash digital dash strategy although there's a link on the main page um, if you follow NetSupport on Twitter or any of ourselves Mark as ICT evangelist or Al Kings the Edu you'll find plenty of tweets and, and references to it um, so the guide is completely free and it's something that we'll be evolving together in the coming months Brilliant. It's a very exciting. I, I'm truly and honestly excited about it. It, it reads beautifully. It's, it's just perfect. In language I understand, it, it was just, I loved it very much and, and immediately fell in love with it. So lots of support there as well. Um, on another note, uh, what are you, uh, what's, up, what's going on with you at the moment? What's latest? Where, where are you off to? Well, um, Cardiff today. I'm here at the National Education Show here in Cardiff. I've got my children with me. They're on half term. Uh, so that's my uh, sort of first and foremost 
uh, things for the next week while they're doing that. Uh, I'm working locally just up in Nankaru at uh, a college there doing a big inset for them uh, on their first day back after their half term break uh, doing their Learn Fest 20 uh, which will be a, a, a great day out uh, and then uh, we get into the build-up towards BET. I'm sure you're getting uh, a lot of things you're getting set up with uh, before uh, the, the big uh, week in January. Um, but yeah, I've got some work across uh, in the Middle East coming up in a few weeks, uh, down in London, uh, doing some, some more writing work, uh, speaking to my publisher about my second book, getting that uh, up and running and sorted. So lots of things in, in lots of different places. Uh, thank you, Russell. Pleasure. It's such a, we're so honoured to even have access to you. And I think just because oh. you're local as well, not after, which is you really good. You say this, I mean, I, I remember you know, way back when the Southwest Conference over at uh, UWE, and I was seeing the likes of yourself and uh, Andy Hurt and Tim Rylands presenting. You know, don't undersell yourself, Russell. You've been an inspiration to me and to many others for many years. Oh, you're too kind. I know when I'm humbled as well. Uh, Mark Anderson, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Al Kingsley, thank you so much indeed. Good luck with the publication. This is hot. This is absolutely hot and uh, we'll post the link as well on our Twitter feed and it'll be on there as well. It's, it is, send your fingers on this. Uh, listeners, you need to get this in your hands pretty quickly. Some great ideas in there and as Al said, may not have all the answers but it's certainly got all of the questions. Gentlemen, thanks very much for joining us. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant there, really good. Uh, we're live until three this afternoon, listeners. Be really good to have your company hear from you if you possibly can squeeze us into your diary. Here are the contact details. Contact this show right now. Just send a text message to 07624 802272 or email us using studio at andertontiger.com. Tweet the show for a mention. Just use at Russell Prue in your tweet. Feel the power. Our lines are now open. Call us now on our local Cardiff number 02921 25 1610. Calls are charged at your standard rate. Please dial carefully. Absolutely right, listeners. Happy to take a call from you on our phone line on 02921 25 16 10 anytime during our music track. And I've got some music lined up for you. First, it's Liam Gallo going to play one of us. Absolutely stunning. This is, I can't help thinking that this is family related music. This is something back at Noel. Just have a listen to this. Absolutely love it. Love to hear from you. Get in contact with us. Uh, let me know where you're listening from and join the conversation. This is the National Education Show list. Wells's biggest technology and learning festival anywhere in the world. Keep it here. We've got a great show. Don't go anywhere. Adelaine, a cartrausa planet. De Marshoy Radio, Avis Gennet Lethal. And view on Nayada Dinas Cardiff. Shoyadisk Vuya Cymru. Online and playing across the planet, this is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. Wales' biggest education show. Tiger. 
Oh, Joss, you absolutely spoil me. Thank you so much indeed. I love the roar at the end there again. Uh, Ross, I thought to go out to you as well. I know you've got some uh, domestic problems with your leaky roof there at home. And sorry you can't actually come and join us there. Uh, Ian, I understand you're having difficulties getting through. I will have a quick look at the phone lines in just a second when I play another track. If you, I'd love to hear from you and I'll try and have a look at that in just a second. Ian's sending me on Twitter. He's trying to get through on our look at the lines and see what's going on there as well. Uh, needless to say, the Wi-Fi is pretty hopeless here uh, at the venue. Uh, I'm already on my plan B, and that's working quite well, or I thought it was until uh, Ian's just said that as well. Uh, well, this is the third in a series of conference events here. National Education Show, it's big. It's certainly for me, listeners, and honestly, and I mean this as, a, as an exhibitor here, and not just the broadcaster, it's twice the size it was last year. And if you're thinking about coming along to next year, it's on the 9th of October 2020. You'd certainly be very welcome. Trudy is one of the organisers, as is Nicola J. Morgan, and you can contact them and get details from the website. It's all on the main website, which is www.nationaleducation.com educationshow.com you'll find our listening device our player on there as well as links to all of our resources and our bits and pieces there as well and of course you can always listen to the show again afterwards just to catch the best bits that was a great conversation big thank you to mark there um, just had a lapse of concentration with his surname so much going on in the studio of course uh, having to do all of this myself and uh, and so I just kind of lost that so sorry about his name Mark Anderson there at ICT Evangelist if you wanted to follow him on Twitter and thank you so much indeed uh, for both of you as well really really useful uh, get in contact with us lots of different ways we are on Twitter you can just tag your tweet to us using hashtag NES Wales I'll give you some information on that in just a second or follow me at Russell Crew. that'll be really good or at uh, NES Cymru if you wanted to. Now, let me talk about hashtags. I learnt something really interesting this week, listeners. Let me tell you about that. We should, if we are using hashtags in our tweets, we should capitalise the start of each word so that screen readers for visually impaired folks actually say the word and not just present a list of jumbled words and letters. So, if you've got your name in there on Twitter or you're using a hashtag to describe or tag it with an event just capitalize the letters you need to and use the start of each word with a capital letter and then lowercase for the remainder of the word and screen word readers will typically read the whole word out sensibly to someone and not just delay uh, deliver a, a jumble of letters and words there um, good advice and I learned that um, by uh, I must find that who actually tweeted that which was very generous of them I thought it was really really good as well just absolutely fabulous so we've added uh, live news to our station quite recently as well. FSN Feature Story News provide our hourly news updates. Uh, and I will go to headlines again at half past, just so you can catch up with 30 seconds of news. Uh, so don't go anywhere. I'm going to play a music track now. Um, I just love this as well. This is from last week, Strictly. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, a beautiful, a beautiful Charleston um, uh, from two dancers it's really good this is the original mix this is technotronics pump up the jam just love that we're back with news after this don't go anywhere it's russell live right the way through until three o'clock this afternoon wales's biggest education show this is the national education radio show live from cardiff city hall Ah, just love a bit of 
Technotronic just sets you in the mood there as well. Great dance as well. And some good music as well. On the Strictly topic, it's Halloween week. And whether you watch it for the dancing or for the makeup or for the music, there's some great, some Ray Parker Jr., Ghostbusters, some great songs as well. It's all on the Strictly uh, Come Dancing website if you wanted to look at that for some more details. I love the way they do the makeup and the costumes, particularly for this week. I think when you've got access to BBC makeup artists with a fairly different a fairly well-defined set of makeup tools and resources you can expect some great things from them so that's strictly as well if you wanted to watch that doing tv as well i can uh, tell you absolutely no b words except in the news and it's time now just to catch the very latest headlines online across the world on the anderton tiger radio network with russell prue top stories and all the news From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The US Justice Department's reportedly opened a criminal investigation around the Mueller inquiry. The US is understood to be considering escalating its military presence in Syria again. European Union ambassadors are meeting in Brussels to consider the length of the Brexit extension to grant the UK. And morale among German consumers has slipped to a three-year low, according to new figures, as fears of a recession grow. Online and playing across the planet. This is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. The National Education Show will provide you with the knowledge, resources and expert guidance to inspire, empower and develop great learners. Bebe the shoi and roi chi a wybodaeth yr adnoddau a'r canllawiau arbenigol pendant i ysbrydoli dysgwyr o bob math. Oh, thank goodness we've got a great show for you today because the news is so darn depressing. On the phone from his car, Ian Rocky. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, Russell. Hey, loving the show. Lovely to hear Al and uh, and and um, Lovely Mark, Mark there talking yep. about the digital strategy. Brilliant. Really good piece, that. And, and you know what? It's something that I think a lot of schools struggle with. I really do. Oh, it's amazing. How on earth? I trust you're not driving. No, no, no. My lovely wife's driving. We're on, we're on holiday now. So, you know, the, the few errands that need doing, the things that we can't get done in the school time. So we're doing them now during the holiday bit. So, no, we're, we're en route, but always happy to talk to you. You're so kind. That is dedication personified, I have to say. It's a good. And a big hello and a shout out to your family as well. And thank you so much indeed thank for you. taking the time to phone in and join as well. It's really good. It's a lovely conference. It's a great event. And I think the timing mm. of the, the strategy document is just absolutely perfect as well. I hope you got a lot from that. I did get a lot from that, actually. And you know what? As, as computing lead from my school, I often have these conversations with staff, you know, who've got technology that they don't know or, or can't use or haven't been given advice on how to use or possibly they haven't got the resources to use. And, and this is where Alan Mark are so good at this is because, you know, they're, they're using technology and they're giving this sound advice 
to use it in the best way possible to maximise the learning for the children and to really get the best out of the objectives from the national curriculum. I think absolutely brilliant. Now, you're the head teacher of a very successful primary school in England. Uh, you're, you're, and thank you so much indeed for your half-term uh, uh, conversation with you as well. Um, it's been a tough term, hasn't it? Just in a number of weeks, but also just holding young folks' concentration this term. Yeah, absolutely agree with you. Yeah, and I mean, also with the new Ofsted framework, there's a big shift as well in thinking about how we look at that, the depth of the curriculum, the way we're leading it, and, and also for some staff as well who don't have that depth of knowledge and skills. It's all about being skilling ourselves up, and, and it has been quite a long term for the children. It's been very exciting. We've got loads done. We've absolutely loved it. But there's certainly, you know, within education, there has been a real shift at the moment in the way things are going. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, things are slightly different with framework changes here in Wales, but it's nice to hear uh, how your experience and how things are going as well. You've got a radio station in your school, just very quickly, because I'm mindful that you could be driving through a tunnel or anything like that at any time, or, or maybe lose your battery on your phone there. Um, uh, how are you developing your radio um, skills there at the school? Well, I mean, we've been very fortunate. Over the last couple of years, Russell, uh, in fact, it's three years this October, just right now that, that we installed uh, a fantastic radio station. We use it every day for developing speaking, listening, reading and writing. It really has given the children such confidence and resilience in their presentation skills. I mean, we, you, you'll know that we were nominated for a Young Arias Award last year for a group of, of young boy writers who really got so much from it. We're doing three live shows a week. We've got a, a monthly audience of averaging 12,000 listeners. And we're really well known for our radio station. I mean, just last week, we took our, our hub reporter, which I know you're broadcasting on today, uh, a product of exactly the same style. Um, we took it out into the local community. We, we did an outside broadcast from the, uh, the local residential care home at Wiltshire Heights in Bradford-on-Avon as part of their activities program. Also cross-generational stuff, talking to the residents. And it was absolutely fabulous. We loved it. And we continue to love our broadcasting. Now, you're an example to everyone. I've been talking about your experiences to other colleagues here as well. Um, and you're, you're trailblazing out the front there. And I really appreciate that. Thank you so much indeed for your time to phone our live radio show. I'm very grateful. And it's great to have you part of the show, Ian. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure, as always. And as always, Russell, outstanding work. You're doing a fabulous show. And I hope uh, everyone gets as much from it as I have already today. So have a great show. Good luck today. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks there. Ian Rocky there, listeners. Fabulous head teacher from Westwood with Iford Primary School there in Bradford-on-Avon, just outside uh, that fabulous uh, village there. Just amazing work. He's doing some great stuff as well. And thank you so much indeed uh, for taking the time to phone us, Ian. That was just absolutely brilliant there. Uh, really good. Uh, if you want to find them, they are Westwood with Iford Primary School. Just look them up. Have a listen to their radio station. It's three shows, three live shows. And there's some schools here in Wales doing that kind of thing now, just starting to, to get online. Uh, Phillipstown, uh, Willows High School Spring to Mind, Nanta Park also. All of them kind of broadcasting live on a regular basis. And I managed to catch up with some colleagues and I'll play those interviews a little later on in today's show. Uh, lines are now back open. Um, I don't know quite what the problem was there. I just kind of logged off, logged back on again with lovely uh, with the system there and that was okay. So lines, if you want to phone us, here's the telephone number anytime you like or drop it what I'm doing and we'll have a chat with you. Hello? Hello? Come out. Our lines are now open. Call us now on our local Cardiff number 02921 25 1610. Calls are charged at your standard rate. Please dial carefully. 
Uh, listeners, got to one of the exhibitors here as well, and this one particularly caught my eye. They were here last year, loved what they were doing then. Safe spaces. I'm chatting to the fabulous Amanda Farrell. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Russell. Excellent. Tell, tell the listeners a little bit about this. Now, remember, we can't rely on anything visual, of course, because this is radio, uh, and that's a bit of a shock to some people as well. Um, what have you brought along? We brought along a multi-purpose safe room, which is a tented room, and the whole purpose of it is to keep people safe from the hard aspects of an ordinary room. Perfect. So this is particularly for intervention uh, opportunities. We've got a child that needs to be taken out of the normal school space because either um, they are uncomfortable, they're unhappy, they're, uh, you know, they could have some behavioural aspects. But I mean, I have to say, it does look padded. <laughs> it's actually flexing. Ah. It has soft floor fitted from underneath, and the whole concept is that the sides flex so that someone can act out their maybe self-injurious or their behaviours, however strongly that might be, and they won't hurt themselves because the sides flex with the body. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Is there an increase in requirement for this kind of thing? Um, I, I don't know if it's increasing, but we're working with a lot of schools at the moment who are particularly mainstream schools who are being asked to take children who have got additional needs and they can't always afford to build extra classrooms and accommodate those pupils and so they're being asked to manage the situation and the safe space it's purpose-built it's bespoke for the space the school has and it can move with the pupil through the school so it can be dropped down and moved and it can be tailored to the needs of whoever presents at the time so it's for multi multi-purpose uh, a multi-purpose product I see you're actually showing with some sensory, um, some of the uh, actual lights in there as well, just kind of, you know, catch the attention of folk passing, and I completely understand about that. It looks really special. Now, my only issue is that I may want to act up, so I get to go in there. How does that work? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So the, the primary reason is to keep somebody safe, but it's also to help people to learn to manage their behaviours. So if they can go somewhere, if they can retreat, and they can act out their behaviours, maybe that just might be uh, help diminish those behaviors over time rather than what sometimes happens which is someone has to be maybe restrained to keep themselves safe and this is all about not just the person using the safe space but members of staff and it's it's helping protect those relationships between pupils and staff and as you rightly say it's got lights it can be dressed according to who's using it. So if one pupil requires to have sensory stimulation or sensory calming stimulation, whatever they need, the safe space can provide that because it can be tailored to meet the needs. Lights can be switched on, lights can be switched off. It can be made into a retreat by putting a blind on the window. It can be whatever is needed whoever presents at the time so it's it's got it's all about flexibility i can see that as well and you could just use this for a bit of poetry reading or a bit of isolation or a bit of anything at all i, I like it i like it very much uh, listeners if you want to come along if you're still here this afternoon and listening to this stand 42 on the lower ground floor safe spaces it's the kind it's the place to be it's really looking very very nice <laughs> i just like to put a couple of politicians in there at the moment actually, <laughs> and, and, uh, and let them sort it out wouldn't that be good as well uh, how can folk get if they're not here and they want to find out how can they find you We've got a fantastic website, www.safespaces.co.uk. If you visit our website, we've got some fantastic films, which is the thing that I would urge people to go and watch because that's all about real-life situations, schools that are using the product, families that use the product as a bedroom, 
all the different aspects of the product can be seen there and people will be speaking about their real life situations. I like it very much. Welcome back. Nice to see you and thanks for talking to us. Thanks Russell. Yo, yo, what up? This is Lunch Money Lewis. Hey, I'm John Newman. Hey, what's up? This is Fergie Ferg. Woo! Wales' biggest education show. This is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. Listeners, just coming to 18 minutes to one, we are live across the planet. It's the 2025th. Friday the 25th, we've got the date there, of October, and we are live from Cardiff City Hall here at the National Exhibition Show, Education Show, just amazing. Education and conference, lots of keynotes. Uh, We've had the Donaldson report this morning. Lots and lots and lots of people, almost fully booked the seminars are now, but there's still capacity if you're listening to this in Cardiff and you want to just journey down, it's free to get in. Just need to register at the door or online. I think we've kind of suspended the online registration now because we're all here. Just register on the door, come in, look around an exhibition. An exhibition that you'd have to have travelled to London to see at the world's biggest IT conference. It's here, listeners. It's absolutely here. It's fantastic. And just about anyone who is anyone, everyone that you should be considering, is here. Come and have a look. It's really very interesting. Uh, Time for some more music. Uh, We'll be running news on the hour and on the half hour just to keep you up to date if you're trusting us for your afternoon's entertainment i will not disappoint and i'll be bringing you updated news headlines the half hour one is just a 30 second and a three minute full bulletin on the hour just to keep you up to date things are moving so quickly i'm just restraining uh, myself from talking about the b problem uh, but uh, i think that a side swipe at any time uh, for humorous purposes uh, at any of them is perfectly in order and i trust that meets with your entertainment uh, get in contact with us uh, no emails or tweets yet so but do 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 you can uh, tag me at russell pru you can uh, hashtag nes wales or nes Cymru if you wanted to it'd be really nice to see and hear from you let me know where you're listening from i'd really enjoy that or you can drop us a text if your mobile phone is in your hand 07624 802 272 texts are free from most mobile numbers and no additional charge is made please ask the bill payers permission if that isn't you of course if you've got access to email i'd love to hear from you studio at andertontiger.com um saw these guys in Hyde Park this year as part of the Radio 2. It's just stunning, absolutely stunning. It's the Pet Shop Boys featuring Years and Years. Just lovely. It's called Dreamland. Don't go anywhere. So much more still to come from us live. Wales's biggest education show. Oh yeah, just love that track. Fabulous. Pet Shop Boys and Years and Years Dreamland. Absolutely loving it. It's 12 minutes to one and who should pop by? The fabulous Billy from Inventory. Now, or Inventory, they love to say. Uh, just love, love these guys. This is the only, the only sign-in solution that you should be um, considering. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Billy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Brilliant. What are you doing here? So we are exhibiting at the National Education Show in Wales, um, showcasing the Inventory Touching Sign Solution. Good. Now tell the listeners a little bit about it. So this is the kind of thing, uh, This is uh, why I like this is that 
uh, if you typically go to a school and they bring up the sign-in register, uh, of course you look down the list there and you can see everyone who's been before. For me, as someone who's showing a radio station, I can see whether my competitors have been in and whether he's driving his new car or whether business is bad and he's got his old banger out again. And of course that's all breaching Data Protection Act, GDPR rules, a whole range of stuff as well. And these guys do a touch base. Just talk the listeners through about the, the experience. So yeah, so rather than having paper-based signing books for visitors, contractors, um, staff as well, um, as well as your pupils, it's, it's effectively putting it all into one solution um, for electronically. So visitors can sign in um, on screen, put their details in, um, receive, a vi- receive a visitor badge off the back end of that. Um, but also staff, um, staff that currently use things like fobs to get through doors, they can scan in, scan out each day. Um, and all, all the time it's, it's going to back up to fire evacuations so rather than having to run outside with multiple clipboards um, it's all in one place it's all live information so you can go outside with any iOS or Android device and do the full evacuation just superb as well and I'm a member of staff for a couple of schools so uh, where I've been working continuously for a, a long period of time I've got some of the badges and they look sure, like proper I'm badges sure folks have, yeah. and you just present this badge at and you just kind of touch it in the That's screen it. there the door unlocks and the whole lot That's it. away you go yeah for sure and it's a stunning bit of integration really that's it yeah I mean the other integration we have is obviously with, with SIMS and other MIS systems so obviously when late pupils are signing in rather than having the, the double entry process of them signing in on a clipboard and then that and written back to SIMS um, it's automatically going to be written back to SIMS for you just absolutely brilliant. Why are people still faffing around with iPads, with the rubbishy old software? What's going on there? I know, it's not good. Ours is a fully managed solution, so rather than just getting it out of the off-the-box sort of shelf product iPad, um, this is a full solution where we're going to go on-site, on-site training, on-site engineers um, and full support. So. I love the camera as well, you get a great photo, I like to tilt my head and look really daft, I get a great photo, it prints it out on a sticky label, I just slap that on sometimes when I'm visiting school. The iPad stuff, you know, I'm touching my thing, it doesn't capitalise the words properly, I have to go back and press shift and everything else, it's a mess. That's it, yeah for sure, I mean, that is, it's okay, you know, iPads don't necessarily, you want, don't really want them plugged in at all times, um, whereas ours is a fully networked solution, yeah, so you haven't got to worry about Wi-Fi and connection and things like that, it's, it's going to be attached to your network, yeah. It's for grown-ups. It is indeed. Proper solution. That's what I like as well. Uh, you're upstairs here if you've got time to come and visit you. We're, if we're not here and we're online and we want to look you up, where do we go? So it would be inventory.co.uk. Um, you can go on there. There's going to be online information, testimonials, um, but you can also request a demo. So if anyone's looking to, to have a demo of the system, we can come in and show you on site. And you sometimes actually host, you do the uh, registration systems at conferences. I've been to lots of conferences where I go, yes, because when I know you're running it, I know it's going to be smooth, it's going to low fuss and no editing as well. And that's possible. People can get in contact with you for that kind of thing as well. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. We do loads and loads of shows every week, you know, every month. So, um, yeah, we, if, if, if any shows out there where they want to, um, where they are exhibitors and we can turn up, we're happy to do the signing for, for them as well. Brilliant. Now, we both know the lovely Alan, who's a, a functionary, a small, low-level functionary oh, within yeah. inventory. Oh, How is the lovely Alan? Yeah, he's doing very well. He's doing very well. He's taking a step back from demos and things like that. He's a bit busy trying to grow the company and make sure we're moving in the right direction, really. Good. And you're across Europe as well. So, I mean, this is not just a small business. This is a worldwide business. Yeah, international. Yeah, so we've got um, installs in Dubai, Australia, Italy, um, you know, Dublin, Ireland, stuff like that as well. So, and both corporate and schools, which is great. Sign-in solutions for grown-ups. No, I like that. I like that too. Billy, good to talk to you as well. Just absolutely about 
Billy Vaughan, inventory listeners, absolutely fantastic. Thanks a lot, matey. He was just collecting his lunch listeners and I managed to grab him out of the queue. It's okay, you're all safe for the moment. Time's just coming up to eight minutes to one. We're heading towards the news there as well. Ian, you were absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much indeed. Ian Rocky uh, was our live dialing caller and lines are open and functioning well. You're very welcome to give us a call. Our telephone number is 02921 25 16 10. That's our local Cardiff number. Um, calls are charged at your standard uh, message rate. Calls may be more if you're phoning from a mobile phone. Please look at your network operator for that. But if you're phoning from a standard BT telephone call, uh, numbers can be free if the calls are included in your call package. That's 02921 25 16 10. Adelaine, a cartraus a planet. The Marshoy Radio Addis Gennet Lethal and view on Nea the Dinas Cardiv. Shoy Addis Vuya Cymru. Online and playing across the planet, this is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. Wales' biggest education show. Uh, shout out to Joss as well. Sadly can't join us at the moment. She is dealing with a massive flood at home. Wish you the very best and we're missing you loads. If you're listening to this, uh, Joss, I hope everything's okay with you. Thank you so much indeed uh, for getting in contact with us. It's really good to hear from you. Uh, keep those messages coming. We'd like to hear more from you. We're live across the planet till three or until lunch runs out, basically. Uh, that's really it. It's an amazing conference, this. If you've missed it, uh, you've missed something really, really big. It's twice the size it was last year and enormous numbers. You can hear from the background noise as well. You can't, can't really fake that. We're not playing that back in as a jingle. It's, it's real, I have to say. Um, lots of uh, messages coming across to Twitter on the stream there. We've met lots of people as well. A couple of pre-recorded interviews I have in the can. I'd like to meet more uh, live listeners. If you're listening and from one of the stands, just head on down. Follow your nose. There's good chips. Chips and pie on order here as well. Fabulous selection of food. Um, and they're not too busy. It doesn't look as if they're going to run out either, listeners. So if you're listening upstairs and want to come downstairs to where the real food is, uh, come and enjoy some fabulous food. A selection of uh, uh, vegetarian and vegan foods here as well. A whole range and drinks, hot and cold beverage is happening here. Now you think that would earn me a sandwich, wouldn't you? But it's okay, I've got a voucher. But it's okay. Big shout out to Trudy as well, one of the organisers and the fabulous Nicola J. Morgan for making the whole show experience possible. It's absolutely brilliant. Here's some music now. Katy Perry. This will take us up to the news at one o'clock. I just love myself a bit of Katy Perry. It's just coming up to one o'clock. This is Russell Crewe live across the world on the Anderton Tiger Radio Network. This is the National Education Show Live. Here's the one o'clock news. Online across the world on the Anderton Tiger Radio Network with Russell Crewe. Top stories and all the news. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The US Justice Department's reportedly opened a criminal investigation around the Mueller inquiry. The special counsel investigation had been under review since May. US President Donald Trump has always insisted Robert Mueller's inquiry into claims of collusion with Russia was a witch hunt. 
but a criminal probe means investigators will now be able to put out subpoenas for documents and testimony. Meanwhile, the US is considering escalating its military presence in Syria, a dramatic reversal of President Trump's decision to withdraw troops from the country over two weeks ago. US media reports the Defense Department wants to send additional forces to northeastern Syria to protect oil fields from the Islamic State. From Washington, Harry Horton. The Pentagon is preparing to send tanks and armored vehicles to Syrian oil fields to protect them from ISIS, an acknowledgement the militant group remains a threat. It's the latest scenario following President Trump's decision this month to remove all US troops from the country, paving the way for a Turkish invasion. The move was criticised by US lawmakers and by Kurdish fighters allied with the US, who characterised it as abandonment. Washington sees the oil fields as potential leverage in future negotiations over Syria and is considering using around 500 US troops to protect them. Harry Horton, Washington. EU ambassadors are meeting to consider the length of the Brexit extension to grant the UK. Meanwhile, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson's offered lawmakers more time to debate his Brexit deal as long as they vote for a general election on December the 12th. The opposition Labour Party continues to say it will allow an election only when a no-deal Brexit's been taken off the table. Finance Minister Sajid Javid says there must be an election. We've already tried twice in the last few weeks to get a general election and on both of those occasions, Labour have refused. They're now going to have a, a third opportunity to have a general election. And, and this is the first time in the history of our parliament the opposition are refusing to have a general election. Okay. Remember their job, they get paid to be the opposition. Morale among German consumers has slipped to a three-year low. Job losses in the auto sector and financial services, as well as trade conflicts, have left Germans less willing to spend, raising risks of a recession. Bruce Harrison reports from FSN Frankfurt. Nuremberg-based GFK Institute's consumer sentiment indicator fell to its lowest level since November 2016. Its survey of 2,000 Germans shows Brexit fears and conflicts like the U.S.-China trade war have hurt manufacturers dependent on exports. And now that trend is spreading to the service sector. Economists predict the country to dip into a recession in the third quarter. GFK's survey indicates automakers struggling with the EU's tougher emission standards could be hit the hardest. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Listening to Joss Andrews and Russell Prue. Broadcasting live from the National Education Show in Cardiff. Well, it's kind of half right because there is only half of us here. Poor Joss has had a flood this morning and unfortunately can't join us. You're just stuck with me, Russell. I am hope that I am enough for both of us and you're enjoying the show wherever you are it's just getting up to three minutes past one we have still got loads more for you listeners on our live show today we're broadcasting from the lower ground floor here at the fabulous it's just an amazing building that's steeped in history cardiff city hall gorgeous place as well and it's so busy listeners i can't tell you it's twice as busy as it was last year we managed to catch up with some other people a little earlier the fabulous robin hackett journeyed along and i managed to catch a couple of minutes of him 
listeners always to catch up. It's great to catch up with a good friend and a good customer as well. This is the brilliant Robin Hackett. He is, well, station manager amongst one of his many titles. Uh, Action for Children, they're actually running The Voice, which is based at Headland School in Penarth. Welcome, and how's your week been? It's been brilliant because you've been involved. Uh, yeah, well, you were with us on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday this week. Um, initially installing some outdoor speakers, which we'll come back to in a second, and then providing some more training on our fantastic radio station, which you kindly set up this time last year, uh, and then uh, just getting the kids involved and exposing them to more of the opportunities they have. Tell listeners who are not familiar with your school, because if you're not on the area, you won't necessarily know your particular setting, but it's a very challenging aspect of your young folks. Just tell the listeners a little bit about the history of the school. So uh, Headland School is run by uh, Action for Children, which is a national charity, um, and basically we support children who've had multiple exclusions from school. Um, it's basically their sort of final opportunity uh, in school before they're moved on to other provisions. Um, so they come to us, uh, pretty broken really, um, had a lot of trauma during their lives. So they come to us and we sort of offer that support initially and try to just build relationships. A lot of our work is built on that because um, we can't really teach them how to do things if they're not sort of settled. Um, so a lot of the children are on the autistic spectrum, have severe emotional behavioural difficulties, all for, as a result of experience they've previously sort of had. Um, and we just try to work with them and we're always looking for new and innovative ways to sort of help them, support them, move them on. And uh, that's where you came into the equation. Um, through a friend, Gareth Ritter, uh, we made contact and introduced the fantastic radio station last year and it's had a massive impact. It is, and I, and I like, thank you very much, you're very kind uh, with your praise as well, but I like what you're also doing as well. So you've got this alley in the right. school, kind of connects the outside world. It's, it's not open for all hours yet, but you're doing some really interesting, you do bike repairs and there's a cafe there. Tell the listeners a little about your thinking behind that. So, um, the children we have in school, not all of them are academically minded, um, so we're trying to tap into sort of more vocational stuff. So at present, the alley you mentioned, Vocation Alley we've uh, nicknamed it, uh, we've got a bike shop spokes, uh, so there's children working in there every day getting a Gorid levels one and two in bike maintenance and some of them are doing Valitech which is the sort of um, expectation you require to work at a bike shop like Halfords. Um, so they're working there every day so we have people from the outside of school coming in with their bikes to get fixed and repaired and they also attend um, other sort of events like we had the, um, the Cardiff was closed off to the all traffic back in June so we had a stall set up there people come along to get their bike checked. So yeah, that's Spokes. We've also got uh, the Voice Radio Station. We've got Cafe 100, which we opened, uh, or just been joined by Gareth Ritter. Hello, Gareth, how are you? He's good, he's good. He's speechless for once, actually. Perhaps we should carry a microphone yeah. around all the time. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Cafe 100, which was set up to celebrate the school's 100th birthday. And that has offered the children in school an opportunity to work in the cafe, to gain sort of employability skills, that sort of stuff, serving people throughout the day. We've also got plans to open a zero waste shop with the way currently the environment is being affected by obviously the way we're treating it. We're trying to sort of uh, live and do the experience for children so they can learn how we're adversely affecting the environment, what we can do to make a change, but also to serve the local community to, you know, reduce plastic packaging, that sort of stuff. Absolutely brilliant. And that's going to be open to the public and they're going to be able to come into the vocational alley and actually buy product. That's correct, yeah. So we're going to have sort of large stocks of like pastas, cereals, all that sort of stuff. Everyday products you might use in the household. They can come along with their uh, refillable containers and reduce the plastic packaging. Well, someone's got to start it off, haven't they? Because the supermarkets just don't seem to be as keen as we kind of expected them. That's correct. We're basically, we've got the uh, philosophy of making a 1% change. If everyone makes that 1% change, suddenly that's a lot of change. And, you know, we can start affecting something, hopefully. 
tell me a little bit about the speakers. So we've got the speakers in the alley, and what was the thinking behind that? So yeah, we've had the uh, the radio station now set up uh, for some time, and although it's had a massive impact and a lot of kids have interested, we wanted to sort of go one step further, and through consultation with yourself, we looked at maybe, um, and student council actually in school, they wanted to set something up outside so people could listen to it around the school. So this week we've set up some speakers in the alley, and it's had a brilliant impact. People are more interested, kids are more interested in doing the show because they know that people are listening to them outside rather than just on the internet and it's just sort of created the buzz around the place and you know it's really nice to be walking past an alley uh, and hearing kids presenting their own and staff actually presenting their own radio stations bit of music going on just a real nice feel to the place just really good it's a pleasure it's that you do some marvelous work someone's got to do it uh, and it's a very nice setting as well and there are traditional lessons you know walk past the tech session and you're, you're doing woodwork and and all manner of things as well as just the you know the typically uh, creative vocational stuff as well there are standard lessons there as well and great successes as well I've seen some brilliant teaching there as well what are your plans going forward what are you looking for next well that's why I'm here today a little bit to see if there's another sort of thing we can uh Sort of tap into anything we can introduce into school. Um, obviously, you mentioned about the, the, the more formal lessons. You know, obviously, kids are gearing towards um, GCSEs and A levels. In fact, this year we had our first people who went on to university. So he was with us for a period of seven years. Quite difficult when he first arrived, just you know, with surviving basically, uh, but managed to sort of accept the support we offered, get his uh, qualifications, and has just started his second year of university. Wow, so that's really a good well. success. So yeah, we're just basically moving on. Um, one of our focuses is DDP, which is Developmental Dyadic uh, Psychotherapy, and it's, a, it's like a parenting model, basically uh, connection before correction. So before trying to just tell a kid, actually, do this, you've got to sort of find out why they were doing it in the first place. So we're really, uh, we're going for an accreditation with that. One school, the first school in America, has just been accredited. Wow. So we're going to be the first school in the UK, hopefully. Amazing. Well, congratulations. Doing sterling work. I'm a big fan. And thanks very much. Come back and let us know what you found that was on the show floor that you caught your eye. I will. Thank you very much. That's really good to talk to you. Robin Hackett, good to talk to you. Are you ready? Yeah! Here we go! Supercharge your happiness with your show host and lead creative practitioner, Joss Andrews, Russell Prue. Russell Prue, broadcasting on the Anderson Tiger Radio Network. Oh, I just love that, Robin. Thanks so much indeed for your time. Really enjoyed talking to you. Just absolutely brilliant there. It's just coming up to 11 and a half minutes past one. We are live across the planet. I did say, and you've probably worked out as well, big fan about the Strictly. Now, I do enjoy the makeup and the costumes just as much as the dancing as well. And I'm playing some tracks from this week's show, particularly. Uh, now, Karim and Amy are doing the Passe Doble to Small Town Boy. Uh, from Bronski Beat. Guess what's next? Yes, you're absolutely right. Probably don't sound like this as well because uh, Dave and his band do such a brilliant job. The Pump Up the Jam was just excellent uh, last week as well. Some great music out there as well. There's of course an album and you can get the music online as well from Amazon if you want to buy some of the tracks but they haven't published this season's music just yet and let's hope they, they get to some of that as well. So music tunes still coming your way. We are live until 3 when we've either run out of chips or we have um, exhausted our contents. A couple more interviews still in here and a couple of folks have expressed an interest to be interviewed so we should be chatting to some people a little later on. More on Strictly in just a second. Here is the fabulous Bronski beat, Small Time Boy. This is the symphonic version. Let me know what you think about this one. Love it.
Ar lein, ac ar draws y blaned, dyma'r sioe radio addysg genedlaethol yn fyw o neuadd y ddinas Caerdydd. Sioe addysg fwyaf Cymru. Online and playing across the planet, this is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. Wales' biggest education show. Anderton Tiger Radio. There's that growl again. I just love that. It's just really nice. Really good voice. Artist there. Joss, missing you a great deal. Hope you're okay. Um, uh, listeners, uh, back onto the Strictly thing as well. It's that Bronski beat. And of course, I said earlier that Karim and Amy are doing the Passe Doble. Uh, to small time boy there from Bronski beat. Here's the lineup for the music there because we're very focused on this with the music. So Alex and Neil are going to dance a couple's choice this Saturday. That's tomorrow. Uh, street commercial at Ghostbusters by Ray Park. And don't forget there's a Halloween theme to it as well. Do watch it for the makeup and the costumes. They're stunning as well. Catherine and Johannes are doing the cha-cha-cha to a secret of the dark hmm, okay by steps I'm not sure how that's going to go uh, Chris and Karen are doing the samba to everybody dun, 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 dun. by Backstreet Boys I'm sure the original is so much better than that Emma and Anton are doing a tango to to Takata, it's easy for you to say. And uh, Fugin in D major in D minor by Bach. Uh, excellent, good luck with that. Dave Arch is very good. Um, I'm sure he copes beautifully with that as well. That's going to be just a minute. Uh, Emma and Ali Ash are doing Charleston to A Little Party Never Killed Nobody by Fergie featuring Q-Tip and the Goon Rock. It's not in my library, that one. Uh, Karim, I've already mentioned that as well. Kelvin and Otia tangoing to Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. That's a good song as well. That'll be good. Uh, Michelle and Giovanni are foxtrotting this weekend to the Adams family. Ah, now there you're talking now. Theme tune by Vic uh, Mizzy and as well. That's just going to be a similar... Anyway, you get the idea. Uh, uh, Mike and Katia doing tango to What You Waiting For by Gwen Stefani. That's another favourite of mine. Uh, Saffron and AJ are dancing to Every Little Thing She Does is Magic by The Police. And Will and Jeanette are jiving to Casper by Little Richard. That's going to be awesome. It's very, very Halloween-esque. Love the costumes. Love what they get up to. It's absolutely superb. Uh, still time to get in contact with us. Love to hear from you. We're here through to three. It's just coming up to 20 minutes past one. We've got a great studio space here as well. Lots of exhibitors showing some interest because I want to be talking to some of them fairly soon. It'll be really good to catch up. So great. There are uh, conferences going on all the time. So the kind of hall fills and empties, fills and empties, fills and empties. Uh, and there's a couple of um, halls uh, elsewhere as well. This is the main one because this is where the chips are. Other healthy eating options are, of course, available, but... The chips are very popular, I have to say, which is just excellent. So all happening here by the catering stand. Always good to have your studio by the catering stand. Generally, you should never be without chips during a live show, which is just brilliant. I um, hope you're enjoying the show. I'm having a blast. I hope you're enjoying it as well. I'm not using the B word at all. I'm not discussing the B word, except just to have a, a good side swipe at them with some of our stuff. Um, Net support stand is here as well. Uh, Al, we've spoken to already, but Matt's there. Um, uh, Kat is there as well, and there's another colleague there who's uh, doing demonstrations as well. It's, it's a lot going on. It's a big... Um, I think all the stands sold out fairly early on. Certainly according to my 
Nicola J. Morgan interview. She was really, really pleased. I think when we spoke a few months ago, there are only three stands left. So I'm pretty sure it's sold out as well. And if you're looking to get over here as an exhibitor, this is a good place to be. Really good place to be. Absolutely excellent. It's a bilingual event, so there are conferences both in English and in Welsh. Programmes in both. Um, uh, it's a really exciting place you don't need to speak Welsh to come and exhibit here as long as you've got something that's relevant and appropriate I think to the market it works really wonders here as well I've had a lot of success can talk to you about my 11 or so projects with the Arts Council of Wales as part of the Lead Creative Schools programme that's just been absolutely fascinating for me here as well and over uh, four years 11 projects have taken place six of which uh, went on to buy radio stations. They, they liked what I was doing and wanted a radio station to continue work. Three already had radio stations when they appointed me as their lead creative practitioner and two are still undecided now but it's a really exciting time. Speech and language really hot and very important here in Wales. Really part of the national agenda, part of the Donaldson report. Uh, Graham Donaldson, Professor Graham Donaldson is all about you know, putting creativity at the heart. All the things that, we, you know, if you know Sir Ken Robinson, all the things that he has been saying over the many, many years there, Graham's completely on the on the same page with this. It's about, you know, creating, being innovative, uh, lots of opportunities to practice and, and embrace more Welsh language. It's always a, a good thing when it's linked to great cultural understanding. It's very important for uh, awareness and digital strategy absolutely spot on it was great to have caught up with a brilliant al and mark earlier today about their digital strategy and talking about that and where you can download it there's a tweet in the uh, twitter timeline if you want to just pick that up uh, absolutely brilliant it's uh, i've retweeted it as well just had it's um uh, matt jones has retweeted it um ian rocky has retweeted it. it's a lot a lot of folk have retweeted it as well it's in there as well i'm not going to read it out because it's got some dots and dashes and bits and pieces and numbers don't go well on the radio uh, but just find that uh, hashtag and uh, click on it or just go to the net support software website there are links there to go and pick that up if you wanted to do that still loads to come from us don't go anywhere uh, we'll bring you the news at uh, 1.30. that is in seven minutes time i caught up earlier today with carla winmore lewis and i'll let her explain what she does listeners this is my favorite Head of Performing Arts colleague, the fabulous Carla Winmore-Lewis. Now, you sound famous already. It's fabulous. Uh, you teach at Willows High School, another favourite of mine as well. How are things going there? It's going really well, thank you. Um, yeah, good, glad to have half Tim approaching us. Needed that, but I'm sure we'll be back now in a week's time, really refreshed, raring to go again. Got lots of lovely, new, excitable, eager to learn kids coming through Year 7. So, yeah, it's great good now colleagues will probably think ah willows high school i remember them on educating cardiff have you ever recovered from that just about in fact today i've had a few people already saying oh you're the educating cardiff school i recognize you remember you so yeah it still comes back every now and then we think it's all done with but yeah so we've had a few comments about it today but we're all good from it I think it was very good. It filled a parents' evening because I came to that parents' evening. They were queuing at the door to get in and see what it was like because it had made the school famous. That's right, absolutely. And even now, I think years on, we're still sort of on the, on the back of that. People are coming through the doors, as you say. Um, our head teacher, Chris Norman, he's got an open door policy so people can come in through the doors whenever they want to. You don't have to book, just walk through and you can come into the classes whenever you want and just see what it's like in reality, not all the smoke and mirrors that you may see on TV. And... It's quite an innovative school and you're still innovating now because you've actually changed your start time in the morning. Tell the listeners a little bit about that. Yes, yeah, so we've done, or rather the SRT team, you've done a study to see 
when children learn or when they benefit from learning the most. So we have now changed our start time to, well, 20 past nine they need to be in school and we start our first lesson at 10 to 10. That's amazing. Has that improved concentration levels? What's your immediate reaction to that? Immediate reaction as far as teachers are from a selfish point of view, fabulous for the, the, the travelling. And I think teachers' well-being, we get into school at an earlier time and less traffic for us, which has a knock-on effect to the children. Obviously, they're having more time to sleep in. And, yeah, from what I can gather so far, obviously, we're only half half term in. Um, but they do seem very engaged and switched on from the onset, which is... Or we can ask for. Or we can ask for. Are, par are, are parents entertaining their kids longer at home? Are they having meals with, are they taking breakfast with their kids now for the first time? I think that probably would be the case. We do still have a breakfast club for those whose parents are out really, really early. But yeah, I would imagine, and again, from my point of view as a teacher, for the first time ever, I'm having breakfast with my children. So I'm sure that is going on. So it's just a massive impact on well-being holistically. I was just thinking straight away, I thought, my goodness, that is mindfulness, that is health, and that's a whole range of things, just for you as well. Nice work-life balance there as well. Uh, tell the listeners about your performance this year, because they are legendary. People, I mean, tickets just fly off the shelf for this performance. What are you doing this year? Okay, this year we're going a little bit different, and we're going to be doing a few Roald Dahl performances. The one that we're working on at the minute is The Witches. So predominantly a year seven cast because they're so excited and vicious ready to learn. So they're there every Monday after school where we have drama club and we're putting together this big production, which as I say is different to what we usually do with all our singing and dancing as well. But later on in the year we'll be, we'll be back with the singing and dancing. Perfect. And do you have performance dates for this yet? Are the tickets on sale yet? Do you know when that might be? We are, I should have my diary with me, you've caught me off hand today Russ, but it is after Christmas, so in, Fe oh, before February half term. Perfect, well that's fine, it was just the pre-Christmas stuff, because one likes to get stuff in the diary fairly quickly on, of course, and that's really good. I'm always very excited to visit your school, it's always a very exciting, a vibrant buzz in that school, I always like there, and I know Chris and his Willow's Ways, the whole thing, the whole concept is it's innovative and very exciting, and you're making good progress as well, so thanks so much for joining us. You're very welcome, thank you, lovely to see you again. All around the world. Now on air. And now, are you ready to turn it up? The best mix of music is right here. Feel the hits. Feel the freshness. If you have a request or shout out, hit us up live in the studio. Bringing you conversation. And playing only the best hits. The best radio show. Where it always feels good. You're listening to Joss Andrews and Russell Prue. 27 and a half minutes past one. We are live here. In front of me is the fabulous Anne Sequest. Well, that's what it says on her badge. And this is invitation only, listeners. Of course, you don't get anywhere near the microphone unless, you know, you're on the list. And this young lady came with a bounty bar, listeners. Now, I'm, I, I can't tell you how exciting this is. It's not the biggest bounty bar in the world, but one is grateful for whatever one gets and receives. So thank you so much indeed. Always come bearing uh, topical nosh. You're always welcome. A brilliant stand. It looks like enchanted under the sea kind of thing. Tell the listeners what it's about. Okay, Seacrest is an outdoor education um, charity and we bring schools to the beach and we teach the children about the ocean and about the things that live on our beach and the coastline and hopefully we'll get them to enjoy the coastline as much as we do and then they'll protect it and we work with the ocean conservation trust too so 
I wasn't expecting that. I was so not expecting. I thought, oh, probably they do something about with water or something. That is stunning. You've got a lot of beach around here, haven't you? You've got them in the most fascinating the most ex inspiring coastlines uh, around Wales just exactly how does this work how do you get them into the beach how does that happen well first of all we go and visit the schools and um, through our partners at the uh, conservation trust we then speak to them and we teach them about what they're going to see when they're there and we make it easy for the teachers to bring them along so risk assessments all the things they need to think about to bring the children to the beach and them to get a really fulfilled experience um, we do with them and we help them step by step to get them there then when they're there we um, work with what they want to do we have different programs we have workshops they can do that are already formalized or we can have bespoke programs that go to what the teachers topics are brilliant now do I need to be in a school that's close to the beach or can we travel no you can travel we have um, schools from all over uh, along the English borders come along um, all the way to West Wales but we've also we're based in Porthcourt um, Porthcourt's really lucky we've got seven beaches all of them very different we've got surfing beaches sandy beaches pebble beaches rocky beaches um, so we can do lots of different activities there and fossils of course um, but we also travel as well so um, our team of leaders know quite a lot of the beaches around Porth around South Wales and we can then um, meet you at a beach of your choice um, but we'll advise you what's good for what you want to do. I've just got so many questions I could just say let's just say with the risk assessment thing I could think of a thousand and one reasons not to put a child on a coach and drive him or her to the beach but you know if you're going to manage all that you are going to remove the barriers for that. Let me just ask some more about the the educational aspects is this just ecology based or is it about you know Chris Packham is it about um, collecting uh, plastic is it about awareness is it about animals is it you know it's about all of it. Um, we have lots and lots of different packages. With some schools, we've been working for a whole term. Um, with comprehensive schools, we've been working from September till Christmas, and we bring the children on workshops to the beach, to the local nature reserves, and we're doing things like myths and legends. Um, around this area, we've got some fantastic myths and legends. There are so many shipwrecks in the Bristol Channel. It's absolutely fascinating. And through that, they can learn about all the different um, subjects. So if we're talking about shipwrecks, they're looking at geography, weather, history, Welsh, and also international subjects where they can be doing MFL, where they will know about the languages of the people that have been on those ships. Um, so that's one thing we've got. We've also got um, the rock pool habitats, the beach habitats, the animals that live there, how we can look after them, um, which is all, all really interesting. And most children like animals of some sort. We've also got um, our Coastal Crusader, which is really big, where we do not only litter picks, but we do surveying and lots of other activities where the children have a real useful um, experience on the beach where they're learning about pollution. Um, so there's lots of many different things that we can do. Um, we're very lucky on this coastline that there are so many opportunities um, and uh, we just want the children to discover it and, and love going along there. Can't think of anything better actually. Protect that coastline because actually it's a good tourist draw for people here. It's part of our industry. Might be part of our forward going economy as well because we're 
not making a lot out of coal anymore. And so finding other alternatives and getting young folks interested in that, stunning, absolutely stunning. And, and I like it when I'm impressed because I know if I'm impressed, the listeners are going to absolutely love this because they've no idea. Where can we find out more? Okay, you can find out more um, by looking at our Facebook page. We're part of a larger charity called Harbour Quarter Porth Call, or you can look on our website, which is sequestwales.com. Absolutely brilliant. Anne at Sequest, thank you so much indeed for my bounty. It's it's very beach-based, snackish, I have to say. I'm, I'm just absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Love to everyone back at the uh, at the stand. I've really enjoyed our conversation there. That's Sequest, everyone, and the fabulous Anne. Thank you very much. We've got another guest lined up in just a second, but let me just take the news headlines for you wherever you are. Online across the world on the Anderton Tiger Radio Network with Russell Prue, top stories and all the news. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The US Justice Department's reportedly opened a criminal investigation around the Mueller inquiry. The US is understood to be considering escalating its military presence in Syria again. European Union ambassadors are meeting in Brussels to consider the length of the Brexit extension to grant the UK. And morale among German consumers has slipped to a three-year low, according to new figures, as fears of a recession grow. biggest education show this is the national education radio show live from cardiff city hall i'm sorry about the news i think almost all broadcasts are now apologizing for the news really it's so darn depressing and that's what we're at a fabulous education conference to lift your spirits listeners right in front of me i have the fabulous julia clouter she is head of education at scanning pens julia what's that all about Oh, we have this wonderful product. It's a pen and it scans. Oh, now that was a bit obvious, wasn't it? I'm afraid it was really, but I did ask for it. And I, I see you're a spirited individual who's so. going to give as much as she gets. And I like that. Tell the listeners a little bit more. Well, do you know, we've won an award and it came from Birchfield Primary School for the most innovative piece of tech that they brought into school to support their learners. So, yeah, it's a pen that scans. What I said was it reads back. It does, it reads back text. So if you've got someone who's really struggling to read, what they will do is wave that pen across the text and through their headphone, it'll read the text back to them. So that means you've got instant decoding, instant confidence, and you're feeling really great about being a learner, doing everything at the same time as your peers in class. And because we do that so well with our product, we won an award for it, and we won that at the National Education Show here today. And we've got this beautiful award here that you can see is a lovely glass award with a star on the top and says winner for education award how good is that it's glorious and i noticed that it's actually printed inside the magazine so of course that came as a complete supply surprise to you today as i'm sure it did (laughs) we were just so delighted to have won and we know it's a great product and it supports loads of loads of young people and people out learning as well and going into um 
going into the workplace because you haven't always got someone with you to support you have you no absolutely not so what i've seen i think i've seen a picture of a young girl with white headphones on kind of apple-esque which is fine, absolutely fine and this device it's kind of not much bigger than a decent chunky sized uh, kind of pen it goes fits in the hand there and she's kind of gradually moving it across a book now are there any certain types of book or are we talking any text at all here Okay, so we're talking about printed text. And do you know what? That was a really good description you just gave. It is like a handheld pen, but what it's got is a camera at the end of it and a light comes on when you push it onto the page and then you know it's ready to scan. And it'll read text with sizes between font 7, so that's pretty small, mm. all the way up to font 24, which is a reasonable size, right? So if you're someone who struggles to see and you have your work enlarged for you, it's gonna read back for you as well. So it'll read that and it likes the open fonts that dyslexics also like to use. And it's gonna struggle a little bit with Diary of a Wimpy Kid kind of font that's kind of illustrative, but most other fonts you'd find in the classroom, in the workplace, on a worksheet, it's gonna read really well for you. What does the voice sound like? Oh, you've got loads of choices. We can have a soft Scottish voice, you know? Or is that me Irish? <laughs> you tell me, was that more Irish than Scottish? We got uh, Heather, that's the Scottish one. There's an Irish voice as well. There's an Indian English voice. Do you know, there are so many different voices you can program into it, just so that you feel comfortable listening to the voice that you feel confident learning with. And we know that if you're listening to someone who speaks the same dialect as you, you're gonna do a better job of learning. What I wanted to check was not just a computer-generated voice, it's a real no, voice. It's a soft, it's a really nice soft voice that is nice and clear and easy to listen to. Wow. And it, it does a better accent than me as well. Yes, I think anyone <laughs> could do that, honestly. Uh, uh, you're, you're not wasted on radio at all, honestly, Julia. It's a, study, no, it's a stunning product. Why hasn't anyone thought of it before? Uh, absolutely brilliant. Uh, I've seen before... Uh, uh, these are devices which just which just capture data and then you can kind of print it out later but I've not seen anything like this that actually speaks it out I think there's an I'm all for not identifying kids that need additional resources too much with a, a yellow star or anything that makes them stand out in the classroom inappropriately by stigmatizing whatever need they might have I like level playing fields and the best outcome for kids is when they're all in a space and they're all learning together it's really powerful and this I think empowers them so congratulations on winning that if folks want to find out more and I know they will where do they go oh scanningpens.com please that would be the best place to go to. Not bad. Are you on social media? Can we find you on social media? You can. You can find us on Twitter. And if you would like some support from me as head of education, uh, just have a look for hashtag Senko Hour. And if you're a teacher who's got questions about the product or would like to know a little bit more about how to support students with learning needs, dyslexia, weak reading, or any other needs, actually, I can help with that. So find us on Twitter and look for us scanning pens. You'll find us. Okay. They're also on Facebook as well, and we'll give you that address in just a minute. But on the whole, it's scanningpens.com. It couldn't be simpler. Very easy. Thank you so much for such a lovely interview with you. You're a pleasure to work with, sir. I could say exactly the same about you, Julia, but I won't. So thank you so much. No, you're a real, a real hoot. Thank you so much. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. It's stunning. And it is, it's really hard to kind of tease out the really interesting stuff that's here because, you know, there is some innovation around. You sometimes just have to kind of peek under the edge just to look for those kinds of things because, you know, we can see whiteboards and we can see worksheets and we can see that. But it's stuff like this, game changers, I call them, stuff that has the capacity to turn ICT and technology on its head. And what you said about discrete 
is so important because nobody wants to be identified with bangs and whistles and I'm a learner who needs additional support. The beautiful thing about this product, this little scanning pen, is that you can use it so discreetly. You know, when I was a kid, I used to listen to my Sony Walkman in lessons when I wasn't supposed to, particularly maths, which I hated. And I used to stick the lead up underneath my school shirt and up into my ears so no one would know I was listening. But you know what, that's what kids do. You don't want to be visible. You want to just be in the background learning, doing your thing. And you can do that with a scanning pen. It's so discreet. You don't feel like all eyes are on you. You just feel like you're part of the gang, learning at the same time as them, which is fab. I'd never have had you down for a student like that. I'm sure that hasn't come as a surprise to anyone who's just listened to you. Julia, you're fabulous. Thank you so much. Congratulations again on a brilliant product. Absolutely there. Scanning pens, listeners, absolutely stunning here. This is what our purpose is in life, to bring you the very best, the most innovative uses of technology here at Wales' biggest education conference and exhibition. It's all happening here. We're live till three. There's so much more still to come. Don't go anywhere. Yo, yo, what up? This is Lunch Money Lewis. Hey, I'm John Newman. Hey, what's up? This is Fergie Ferg. Wales' biggest education show. This is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. And that, that was Gerat, so thank you very much. Just in case you fancy booking Gerat for his voiceover skills, BBC colleague as well. Absolutely fabulous voice. I love playing that jingle. It's one of my favourite jingles as well. That 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 chap has just a brilliant voice as well uh, Julia really enjoyed that just absolutely stunning um, on Facebook it's facebook.com inclusion senko all one word and uh, facebook.com forward slash scanning pens she's got that as well which is really good on Twitter ask the senko I think she mentioned that in there as well and at scanning uh, pens as well and on LinkedIn those of you are professional uh, professionals that have a LinkedIn account ask the senko so linkedin.com forward slash ask the senko absolutely brilliant what a brilliant i didn't know she'd won an award but i had seen something in the conference program that was a bit like that as well uh, still to come some great music more conversations with colleagues here as well it's a really an exciting conference don't need to go anywhere had a request for this song this is calvin harris rag and bone man one of my favorite tracks you just gotta love this man he is just brilliant calvin harris enjoy don't go anywhere still so much more to come 18 minutes to two you're live with russell on this brilliant show you're listening to joss andrews and russell prue broadcasting live from the national education show in cardiff Online and playing across the planet. This is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. The National Education Show will provide you with the knowledge, resources and expert guidance to inspire, empower and develop great learners. Maybe the Shoy and Roy a wybodaeth yr adnoddau a'r canllawiau arbenigol pendant i ysbrydoli dysgwyr o bob math.
Edwards, Jochen Wau, Joss there. Thank you so much indeed. It is 13 minutes to two. And with me live in the studio is Marcus Ducks. He is from Crick Software. Now, you probably know them better for their clicker suite of programs because they've been doing that a frightfully long time. Marcus, welcome to the show. How is the event for you? Um, thank you very much um, for having me. Um, the event's been really good. I mean, I've spoken to a lot of people, parents, home users, teachers, all very interested in what we can do. So, yeah, it's been a really good show so far. Brilliant. I had no idea that parents were allowed in. That's very interesting. Could I actually kind of think about it? Entrance is free, and I suspect they're not turning anyone away. Uh, that's a really good place to come, particularly if you've got a, uh, a child with a statement or you kind of need to support them or they're at home educated or whatever that might be. How fascinating. Walk me through your current product portfolio and what's on. It's been a while since I've spoken uh, to a colleague uh, at Crick. So I. I'm not familiar with what's current, so let the listeners know a bit more. Okay, so we've got two products in particular. We've got Clicker, which is a primary resource designed to support students with their reading and writing from day one in primary school through to when they move up to secondary school. We then also have Docs Plus, which is based on Clicker, works in the same way as Clicker, but it's for secondary school. So secondary curriculum, but can be used in the school throughout the year and then also in exams to support them whether it's a reader, a reader and scribe, or just as a word processor. Amazing, absolutely. And how are these products being used in the classroom? It's, is that still going well? Is almost everybody got a copy these days? A clicker seems to be around, used in a lot of schools. Um, same with Docs Plus, it's building and building. But it can be used in schools where teachers have laptops and they use it for whole class education. Students can be used on laptops, iPads, Chromebooks. We have the apps to support those as well. So a true cross-platform way of being able to use it. So just depending on how the school works. And we're kind of making some assumptions here that everyone knows kind of how this closed word technique kind of works but let's let's just kind of do that so this is sentence construction from a predefined list of words just talk me through that as if I'd absolutely know nothing but pretend I'm a politician <laughs> and I need just some help okay so if you're talking about the closed sentence that's one aspect within clicker so it's called a sentence set so the idea is that given a sentence it's jumbled up they have different levels of support depending on where they are to help them reconstruct that sentence to build their confidence up it's all about confidence with students and those little steps just working their way to help them progress. And we, is this all on screen? Do you need a touch screen for it? Do I need any particular input devices? No, basically you can use it just with a normal screen. If you've got a touch screen, it will work with a touch screen. If you have a student who needs to use different methods of access, whether it's switches or eye gaze or anything like that, it will work with that as well. Any method of access will work. Brilliant. And what's new on the horizon? What's here now and what are you currently working on? Well, that's a good question. We're looking at some new ways of implementing it across the school. So we're looking at giving it like a universal license potential for everyone to be able to use. But what's new is things like we've got mind mapping in with Clicker now. So people who've got the older version of Clicker won't have a mind map um, planning side of things. Um, also, the speed of being able to create everything from scratch, it takes seconds to create everything rather than possibly some of our older versions took a little bit too long. That's brilliant. And we talked a little just before uh, we came on air. You and I were just discussing about a read. Tell me some more about that. Yes, so that's with Docs Plus. So what we have is we've got a PDF reader. So the idea is it meets with JCQ guidelines, so it can be used in ECSE A-levels. So the idea is in the day of the exam, the students get a PDF document of the exam paper, and students can literally highlight what if they need a whole sentence, a word, whatever they need, and it will read it out loud for them in the exam. Absolutely brilliant. That's really, and, and, and can that be used in exam conditions? Yep. yep, as I said, meets all JCQ guidelines. So it can be used GCSE A-levels. We've had schools using it last year. It also has an automatic save feature, so it saves every minute if they're working on the word processor section as well. 
Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Uh, where can folk find out more if they're not familiar with the product portfolio? Everything is available on our website and that is www.cricksoft.com. So C-R-I-C-K-S-O-F-T couldn't be any easier than that. Marcus Ducks, great to talk to you. Thank you so much Thank indeed. You. Brilliant there. Chatting there with Marcus from Crick. Just very exciting product there. A lot going on. Really enjoyed that. Uh, earlier today, I met the fabulous, the just amazing Jane uh, uh, Baker. And she is from Hendrick Junior School. And of course, she said, Russell, are you playing any Jason today? And the answer, of course, is yes. You're listening to Joss Andrews and Russell Prue, broadcasting live from the National Education Show in Cardiff. Four minutes to two, listeners. You're live across the planet with me. I have in front of me Ollie Kales. Now, that's got to be a great surname for a character of a Star Trek. It says on his title, Rock UK. And I mistakenly thought he was in a band and I'd be interviewing him and that was fine. But that's not at all what you do. Tell the listeners what you do, Ollie. So Rock UK is a charity. We've been going for over 95 years and we run outdoor adventure centres across the UK. Wow. So we have just opened up our newest centre in South Wales following a £4 million redevelopment. Um, so we can now cater for children, for young people um, from all across the UK, getting them into the outdoors and trying different acti- activities for both day and residential stays. Brilliant. Now, is this just kind of, I'm watching a video up here, it's just opposite us listeners and just a brilliant there. So not just about indoor activity, I guess the plan is to get the, the young folks away from their computer games and into the real world. It is indeed. So we've got uh, over 40 different activities that we can offer across our centres, um, ranging from climbing to kayaking, water sports, caving, archery, you name it, we can do it. Brilliant. And how do teachers access this? Is this something that, so if I'm in a classroom setting and I've got a, a group of kids and I want to arrange something, how do they go about doing that? So it's really easy. Just have a look on our website, rockuk.org, and then you can um, get in touch with us there. We'll arrange the day around you so we can build programmes to suit exactly what you're looking for and match or range of budgets as well. Do colleagues have to be almost semi-professional or interested in any of this or can they just hand the kids over to you for you to manage the whole thing from risk assessment to harnesses and the lot can you take care of everything we can indeed so we will work with you right from the start we can provide risk assessments um, we'll um, make it as easy for you as possible um, and we look after the kids all of our staff are um, qualified to make sure it's a safe experience and the kids absolutely love it I love that I just absolutely love it something that's outdoors and connecting people with the world we're currently destroying I think just you know it's, it's education has to be the key here and and that kind of thing so uh, what else have you got out other outdoor pursuits I'm looking here and I'm seeing you know a few kayaking things I'm seeing some inflatable boaty kind of things uh, what other things so there's lots we can do so we like to get the kids into the outdoors get them unplugged and switched off so um, we go into the, the local environment, we can go underground, we can go climbing up into the, the tallest peaks. We spend a lot of time in the Bracken Beacons National Park, uh, getting the kids to experience something completely different and completely new. It would be rude not to use the 
gorgeous surroundings here, wouldn't it, really? It would. Yeah, let's, let's just go and sit in a computer room and do a, some synthetic experience when we've got the real thing on our doorstep. Just give me the web address one more time. It's rockuk.org and Summit Centre's the summit in Wales. Brilliant. This is one enthusiastic individual. Ollie, I've really enjoyed your chat. Thank you so much. Ollie Kalis there uh, from Rock UK. Brilliant conversation with him. I really enjoy that as well. This is the whole show, listeners, is about bringing you the very latest content, the very latest materials so that you can actually enjoy that. Well, it's coming up to two o'clock. Time to join our newsroom for the very latest news. I can't possibly tell you how bad things are getting. You can find out for yourself as we join our news teams. It's two o'clock and time for the news wherever you are. Online across the world on the Anderton Tiger Radio Network with Russell Prue. Top stories and all the news. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The US Justice Department's reportedly opened a criminal investigation around the Mueller inquiry. The special counsel investigation had been under review since May. US President Donald Trump has always insisted Robert Mueller's inquiry into claims of collusion with Russia was a witch hunt. But a criminal probe means investigators will now be able to put out subpoenas for documents and testimony. Meanwhile, the US is considering escalating its military presence in Syria, a dramatic reversal of President Trump's decision to withdraw troops from the country over two weeks ago. US media reports the Defense Department wants to send additional forces to northeastern Syria to protect oil fields from the Islamic State. From Washington, Harry Horton. The Pentagon is preparing to send tanks and armored vehicles to Syrian oil fields to protect them from ISIS, an acknowledgement the militant group remains a threat. It's the latest scenario following President Trump's decision this month to remove all US troops from the country, paving the way for a Turkish invasion. The move was criticised by US lawmakers and by Kurdish fighters allied with the US, who characterised it as abandonment. Washington sees the oil fields as potential leverage in future negotiations over Syria and is considering using around 500 US troops to protect them. Harry Horton, Washington. EU ambassadors are meeting to consider the length of the Brexit extension to grant the UK. Meanwhile, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson's offered lawmakers more time to debate his Brexit deal as long as they vote for a general election on December the 12th. The opposition Labour Party continues to say it will allow an election only when a no-deal Brexit's been taken off the table. Finance Minister Sajid Javid says there must be an election. We've already tried twice in the last few weeks to get a general election and on both of those occasions, Labour have refused. They're now going to have a, a third opportunity to have a general election. And, and this is the first time in the history of our parliament the opposition are refusing to have a general election. Okay. Remember their job, they get paid to be the opposition. Morale among German consumers has slipped to a three-year low. Job losses in the auto sector and financial services, as well as trade conflicts, have left Germans less willing to spend, raising risks of a recession. Bruce Harrison reports from FSN Frankfurt. Nuremberg-based GFK Institute's consumer sentiment indicator fell to its lowest level since November 2016. Its survey of 2,000 Germans shows Brexit fears and conflicts like the U.S.-China trade war have hurt manufacturers dependent on exports. And now that trend is spreading to the service sector. Economists predict the country to dip into a recession in the third quarter. GFK's survey indicates automakers struggling with the EU's tougher emission standards could be hit the hardest. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
Wales' biggest education show. This is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. Thanks a lot, Ollie. That was great news there. Sorry, it's so depressing. Three minutes past two and we are live. We have until three o'clock live on the show. I've got Adam in front of me. Now, very interesting. Adam is very young chap. He is first year student. He is studying to be a classroom practitioner and you're doing media studies. What on earth, what on earth possessed you to want to do this? Uh, well, I, I failed in my venture to become a football writer. I thought I wanted to parlay my skills into helping people. So I thought, well, I'm pretty good at media studies. So I thought I'd parlay that into a career as a media studies teacher. Stunning. From football writing to media. I think the impact could probably be many-fold in the classroom as well. How is the course so far? How are you finding it? Uh, do you get any chance to spend any time with young folks? Are you doing any of those kind of relationship building and those skills yet? Well, at the moment, a lot of the programmes so far is classroom-based, getting a lot of the theory in and learning the skills before we then go out on placement in January. So at the moment in particular, we're working on TSAs and micro-teachers to make sure that we have the skills that, to go in the, to the classroom and putting that theory, making that theory-to-practice connection. What about the challenges ahead of you? Do, do you have any idea what's in store for you? I mean, I'm, I'm really, really interested in this. I, I'm, I'm in awe of you because like, we need more folks. There's a huge shortage of, of teaching colleagues uh, and more young folks looking at this as a potential career would just be really, really good. Do you know, I mean, if you've had some classroom active practice, you kind of know what's, what's in store for you. What are you looking forward to? Well, what I'm looking forward to is helping people imparting my knowledge on others and I don't know it's quite hard to explain because I, I got quite disillusioned with the commercial side of the media of the media game so it's actually using my skills to for good and to help people as opposed to making some billionaire like Rupert Murdoch a lot of money this is very interesting conversation really because that kind of because the radio kind of fits very nicely into that because it's about immediacy and it's about oracy and it's about confidence and about doing the research and all of those kind of things that you're you're buying into now um do you have a particular place that you want to teach are you are you heading for primary or secondary uh well with media studies being you know a bit of a niche subject in primary and secondary schools i'll be looking more so at colleges where they have the facilities to like a radio station, like Apple Mac computers that you don't normally get in a primary or secondary school. Brilliant. What what brought you into the show, the event today? Uh, it was actually advertised as part of our course. We're just we're just across the road in the Glamorgan Building, Cardiff University, and we had a half day. And our our lecturer Trace Tracy said, "Oh, there's an educational what's the word exhibition at City Hall. It'd be really good for you to go along." So I, that's how I ended up here today. Well, it's a laudable and a brilliant opportunity. And thank you so much for presenting yourself here. I suspect it was the radio equipment which caught your eye or, or perhaps the plate of chips that are on the top there as well. But still, I'm just about to have lunch. Uh, thank you so much indeed. Congratulations. Brilliant career opportunity. You Hope you're able. You're very welcome. Stick with it. There's a lot of good that you can do because this is really where it's at. Adam, brilliant to talk to you. Thank you so much indeed. Adam there, first year student from the uh, local university here in Cardiff, training to be a classroom teacher. Wow. Is there anyone better that you can speak to? What a fired up, exciting individual he currently is. Absolutely amazing. Uh, music next from Amy Winehouse. So love her. Adelaine. 
ar draws y blaned. Dyma'r sioe radio addysg genedlaethol yn fyw ond neu'r ddinas Caerdydd. Sioe addysg fwyaf Cymru. Online and playing across the planet, this is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. Wales's biggest education show. Anderton Tiger. I'm still loving that jingle as well. Uh, I've got a lovely conversation with, oh, you're gonna just, I love this. Uh, just, uh, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, I lovely. Uh, everyone loves an inspection and we'll be chatting to someone with some great educational resources. Time for some music now, this is Amy Winehouse. Just loving this, she is back to black. We are talking with our colleague, it's gonna be Pamela, she's gonna be with me after this. Online, Online. and playing across the planet. Bringing you all the news and chat from the show floor. Powered by Anderton Tiger Radio. Twelve and a half minutes past two. I have with me from the fabulous team. I have to ask you whether you're working out of Company's House just down the road. Because of course you've got the big, big head office here as well. Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs. It's Pamela Bowen. Hello Pamela, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Hello to you. Pananda. Pananda. Lovely to have you on the show. Tell the listeners a little bit about the... Uh, well, first, do you work out of the local office? Um, I work in Swansea and um, shortly be moving to Cardiff with Swansea closing, of course. I didn't know that. Uh, yes. Uh, Is so it the cuts? Um, we're regionalising everything, so centralising everything. So 13 centralised locations throughout UK so will be with Cardiff being one, the only one in Wales. Okay, I just go down that road a lot because Cate's High School is rightly behind it and I've worked for 14 weeks there quite recently. So very interesting and, I, and it's, um, uh, it's Companies Road and it's, I always, always remember the venue there as well. Some brilliant resources. Tell the listeners a little bit about what you're doing. Okay, so I'm here today to talk about junior tax facts or Faithia Treth ar gyfer ar iau. That is, um, it is a resource for 8 to 11 year olds that's taught both in English and Welsh and is available on the TES website. So what it does, it actually teaches children from the age of um, why we have tax, how it, how it works and how it's actually paid through and um, what services it actually applies. So as um, HMRC and an, an employee, I actually go out to um, schools and actually tell um, the staff and the pupils and try and engage them and they really love these animations which is five to seven minutes by the way and then I give a, a presentation on what happens here and do they know what, um, how the tax is paid and which public services are used. So all those sort of services um, and, and all those instructions that I give to them and I get them to interact with me as well and it involves some maths but it also involves some English as well and these, this is available in both English and Welsh by the way um, and the YouTube um, videos are available on youtube.com and backslash hmrc.gov.uk uh, so there's a link to the English there's also a link to the Welsh I've been told. Okay, so if you've got any questions or if you're interested in actually taking this forward as a school, as a head teacher or head of year or whatever, then you can either contact me, pamela.bowen at hmrc.gov.uk or you can email hmrctaxeducation at hmrc.gov.uk. 
I'm absolutely blown away and fascinated in equal measure. How stunning, how fabulous. I had no idea that these resources ever existed. Without you, who would this be down to? Well, yes, indeed. It, it teaches children from a very young age the importance of paying tax, basically. And hopefully it'll lead through the generations that's to come. Well, some older folk and some celebrities could do with this course, I'll tell you as well, because this is a moral obligation, I think. I, just that's stunning. I'm absolutely blown away. Brilliant. Pamela, brilliant to speak to you. And um, my final question, is there a charge for the service? It's all free. You see, what's not to like about that as well? Indeed. You... Plus, it actually gives the teacher an hour out, because I or my colleagues would actually take over the session. So, win-win. I should say so as well. <laughs> Big up the dot govs, I say. Just brilliant there. Pamela, thank you so much indeed for joining us. Diochen Bauer. Diochen Bauer as well. Lovely to see you. Thank you, Pamela. Really good. HMRC, Customs and Tax. Who thought that tax wouldn't be taxing? Next, we've got a fabulous conversation with our lovely folks who are next door to us. Hodder, and they've been listening, tolerating my dulcet tones and fabulous repartee and music choices. And we'll be catching up with some colleagues there in just a moment. Uh, the time is exactly 16 minutes past two. News and weather on the half hour, of course, and then we should be finishing at three. My goodness, there's a lot of talking done here as well. A little quieter in the afternoon, um, which is typical, and that's what happened last year as well. But it's been incredibly busy, a brilliant show as well. Still loads more to come. Don't go anywhere. Here are the contact details, just in case you didn't get them last time I played it. Contact this show right now. Just send a text message to 07624 802272 or email us using studio at com. Arlein a cartraus a planet. De Marshoi Radio Addis Genet Lethal and view on Neadadinas Cardiv. Shoi Addisk Vuya Cymru. Online and playing across the planet, this is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. Wales's biggest education show. Anderton Tiger. My I just love that. It's my favourite jingle of all time. I have Sean Zachariah from Hodder Education with me. Sean, what have you got on your stand this time? Right, well, we've got all the new publishing for the WJC, which is the main exam board, of course, for Wales. So we have publishing in English and it's all translated into Welsh as well, covering all levels from Key Stage 3, including A-level. We also publish for further education and my colleague also has a stand here for Rising Stars, which covers primary and we also do assessment materials. Really, and that's computer education in that as well, isn't there, with the Rising Stars stuff? It's really good. But yes, that's good. well, everything, of course, that with digital. And the nice thing is all the WJC textbooks have been made available digitally in Welsh as well so available for iPhones iPads and the like wow do we need a license for those the license fee is actually included in the cost of the product no yeah yeah and we have one two or three year subscriptions that are absolutely fantastic very cost-effective good value products specifically designed for the exam board you've done this before haven't you never ever 
<laughs> very good with the description as well. Uh, I can't believe anyone is new to the term Hodder, to the brand and everything, but if we want to find you online, where do we go? Okay, so the website address is www.hodder.com with two Ds, education.co.uk. And we also have a website address for Rising Stars. And the Rising Stars website address is www.risingstars-uk.com. Now I know why she relied on another colleague for that. That was very nice. And who was the, this was the, we were assisted. That was yeah. Gainer's, Gainer's voice there as well. You should do voiceover stuff as well. Gainer is available for weddings, parties. And uh, yes, yes, you are. You should be. That's really good. Sean, that was really good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Very busy. How's, been, how's the show been? I think it's been very well attended. There's been a constant flow of people passing by. Uh, yeah, it's just been streaming through, lots of interest, definitely. So you were here last year, uh, you came back because it, w- it was good content, good people and everything was... Yes. Kind of like that was Gainer I, I, again? Yeah, I was here the year before last and there were quite a lot of people here then. Um, more this year, would you say? I think there are more this year than two years ago, so hopefully it's an event that will grow year on year. Wouldn't that be nice, which that is really good, really good. Still lots of interest from people as well, because I mean they kind of, I think they flock naturally, they have always historically flocked to this kind of medium, this kind of resource, because they, they know it's something they need. Yeah, I think, you know, people will say that things are moving forward from books, but I think children actually like learning from books. It's not all about the digital screen, it's about looking at a book and uh, research has shown that they actually memorise material better from a book as well. The books are probably better for exam preparation but we do have the digital option as well. And that's included in the licence? Yeah, which, yeah. And they've there, got there's a, me. And, and, they, and they've got a choice, you're selling it for me. I don't think it needs selling. I think that's the actual the beauty of it. It's such a darn good product as well. It's been really good to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming and supporting the event because without folk like you, it just wouldn't be possible to put it on. I think it's just brilliant for folk to find out more about this kind of stuff. You're very welcome. Kreuzokanes. Thank you very much indeed. Jochen Val, thank you very much. Uh, brilliant there. Sean, a brilliant conversation there from Hodder Education. All online if you wanted that as well. Uh, time for some more music now that'll take us nicely towards our news. I'm just looking to see if got any messages a lot going on on Facebook uh, a lot of uh, um, Facebook posts as well uh, with lots of pictures people are just sharing lots and lots of pictures and you're of course very welcome uh, and it's nice to hear from you as well so I hope you're enjoying the show wherever you are listening and if you're relaxing or off on your half-term break whatever you're doing I hope your journey is safe and you're not stuck in traffic as we're going to be at the end of this um, oh gosh it's gonna be fun and a half uh, although um, I think with some road improvements we shouldn't be too um, stuck in traffic uh, it'll just be fun trying to get out of uh, Cardiff with everyone else but you know that's a problem for later on uh, time for some music now this is Alice Merton I so love this lady just gorgeous this is called No Roots and again I first heard this on Strictly Alice Merton she has no roots Joss Andrews a Russell Proulx and our Fedin view or Shoy Avis Genedlaethol and Hyrdeev a clonk ar holl newyddion o'r sioe gan Radio Anderton Tiger. Thanks, Garrett. That's really good. I am chatting with the fabulous Kat Couchy. Yes, that's right. I got that right. Kat is from Really School. And uh, just tell the listeners a little bit about this because it's quite an innovative product. I wanted to look at it a couple of years ago and it was still in development now. But just 
just brief listeners, they've never seen it, never heard it, what is it? Okay, so in a nutshell, Ready School is for capturing student learning in the classroom, so getting those important photos, videos, notes, what children are doing. Also assessing them against frameworks um, so that you can keep a track of how they're getting on in their learning, monitor their progress over time, communicate with parents, all those really useful tools, mainly to save teachers time, keep track of pupils, and keep in touch with parents, those are kind of the key threads really. What kind of technology does this environment, if we're going to call it that, work on? So it's really easy to use on any device. Uh, we have an app component that will work on any kind of tablet, Android, iOS, doesn't matter. We also have a portal element that you can log on to with your laptops, PCs, so it's really easy and accessible to use. All the um, cloud software is free, it's just a case of signing up for subscriptions, so it's really simple to set up. Now, I was, I'm sure I read somewhere that there was something interesting because of uh, some uh, venues, some schools where the Wi-Fi is a little bit dodge, this device does not have to be online for it to work all of the time. Absolutely. So the great thing about it is that you don't need to be online for all of the services. You can create draft observations, get everything ready, and then later when you've got access, post it all afterwards. Just a really good way to kind of get everything set up on a school trip, for example fill out everything that you've seen there, get lots of photos and then upload it once you get back to school. It's a bit of common sense really, if it's, you know, if you know what you're doing and you know what it's really like in school, you'll know that uh, Mrs Bertram's classroom, bit on the edge of the Wi-Fi, <laughs> nothing works much unless you're standing on a chair leaning out the window uh, and that's no good at all. Talk to me about the Welsh uh, framework as well because I think it's really important here. You, you haven't just come with um, something that's worked and proven for schools in England, you've come with something with a Welsh flavour in it. Yeah, absolutely. We wanted to make sure that all schools across the UK can use it. So for Wales, we've got all the Welsh curriculums, including the digital competence framework. As I know from speaking to Welsh teachers, how important that is to have assessed in schools. So we wanted to make sure that all the curriculums are covered. You can assess pupils. You can also show how good their understanding is of certain areas. So you can see that progress over time as well. So all of that's included so that they can easily use it in their schools here in Wales. Brilliant. And how has uh, that product gone down here? What's the been, been the reaction from your visitors? Feedback-wise, they really liked it. They said how it looks really easy to use, really visual, really smart, um, that it's just something that they could kind of just pick up and run with in school and save a lot of time with, which is the main thing that we want to do for our teachers. Absolutely brilliant. If folks want to find out more, where should they head? So if you head to www.reallyschool.com, you'll find lots of information on our website, or you can send me a tweet at reallyschoolk. That's just, it doesn't get any better than that. And is there a chance to trial the product before I kind of have to jump? Absolutely. Just register for a free one-month trial and that's it. And if you get in touch, you might even be able to use it for a bit longer for free. Just see what you can find out. Hey, excellent, Kat. Thank you so much indeed. It's really good, really school, fabulous product with a nice Welsh flavour. Really good. I'm glad you found the show really, really well. Thank you so much there, Kat, there from Really School. Brilliant assessment product with the Welsh framework already built in. Let's just catch the headlines. I'm sure it's uh, uh, not much different to where it was before, uh, when we caught them before. It's uh, 2.30 and time now to go over to the Anderson Tiger newsroom. Don't go anywhere. It's all happening here. Online across the world on the Anderson and Tiger Radio Network with Russell Prue, top stories and all the news. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The US Justice Department's reportedly opened a criminal investigation around the Mueller inquiry. The US is understood to be considering escalating its military presence in Syria again. 
European Union ambassadors are meeting in Brussels to consider the length of the Brexit extension to grant the UK. And morale among German consumers has slipped to a three-year low, according to new figures, as fears of a recession grow. Wales's biggest education show. Well, it didn't take long to get through the head headlines there as well. It's uh, 29 minutes to three. We're finishing at three with our live radio show. I mean, three pulsating. I hope you find it useful. We've talked to a whole range of folk here from uh, people that arrange visits to the seashore. We've got some beautiful coastlines here as well. Uh, to uh, HMRC that do tax resources for primary school. What a brilliant idea. Perhaps we should have done that, you know, 20 years ago and we wouldn't have um, celebrities refusing to pay their tax now, wouldn't that be good as well? Uh, to people with pen readers that have won competitions uh, and now in front of me I have Trudy Williams who's one of the organising uh, parties here as well. Trudy how has the show been for you? Oh Russell it has been absolutely amazing it's just been a jam-packed day of excellent seminars amazing exhibitors and the, the, the visitors are just you know so enthusiastic and amazing we've had such an amazing day and it's just been so nice to meet everyone. It is just easing off slightly, as one would expect. People are sort of, you know, itchy feet as they're getting towards the end of the afternoon. Of course, it is uh, the only thing between us and half-term is whatever's left on the programme now. So one can understand their, their desire to go. But I would say uh, today has been double busy from last year. So double busy. It's felt double busy here. And that might be that the food selection has surpassed itself and the queuing has been uh, really good. Uh, thank you so much for, for having us and positioning us so beautifully by the chips. I'm, I'm still munching my way through uh, a, a plate there. Uh, just really, really good. We've spoken to students because this conference was advertised for uh, first and second year uh, doing education uh, uh, programs of study. Uh, for courses to, t to become teachers and so I've spoken to Adam a little while ago who's really enthusiastic for a first year student, <laughs> well not that out of him fairly soon but uh, very enthusiastic so his lecturer said uh, he should come across and he was here and media studies he kind of caught his eye as well uh, reaction from the exhibitors, how's that been? Uh, yeah, we, we can't fault the you know the response we've had and like you said Russell it is, it is double busy this year it has smashed records so and we're so pleased with that thank you everyone for coming out and the exhibitors are just absolutely loving it so um, if anybody wanted to come down next year we're here from the 9th of October uh, Russell's probably already told you that um, yet yeah, so uh, yeah and if you want to come along just drop us an email and we can sort everything out but it's been an amazing day and thank you Russell for giving us an amazing feature show. You're really kind. Now, I'm just going to try and see if I can lean on you a little bit. A little bird told me that this conference could be co-locating up north. You could be doing an extra one up north. Now, this is, I have no confirmed reports of this, so this is only hearsay so far. What can you tell me? Uh, yes, yes, we are aiming to go up north um, 2021, I believe. So we are looking to go up to Tlandidno to Venue Cymru. Uh, an amazing venue and it's such a lovely part of Wales to be in basically so um, yeah we're just gearing up for that and um, if anybody's interested give us a follow on Facebook give us a like or, you know and um, we'll start sharing that information and uh, yeah we're gonna take it up to North Wales and we're 
so looking forward to it. Brilliant. Uh, it's a beautiful venue. I'm working there myself in January. So we're not talking next year, 2020. We're talking the, weir- the year after. But there's never a better time than express your interest, of course, in that. And Venue Cymru is a beautiful venue, as you've rightly said. And there's some great accommodation. It's not, it doesn't need to cost you a fortune to stay there at all. There's some good, good places to eat and some great places to stay as well. Now, can I just ask, is that going to be in addition to this? Or are we going to be the two events? You're going to do one up, one and one down? Yes, yes, we will be the two events. They'll be coinciding with each other. Um, the Cardiff Education Show will always be staying in at the October period. And we are thinking of introducing the North Wales a bit earlier in the year. So that's the plans for that. But they will both be running alongside each other. And we hope that they complement each other. I think they will. I mean, although it's only just a few inches on the map, it is kind of four hours of travelling if you wanted to do that. I suspect there are no direct trains. I suspect you, you've got to go in probably to England, quick change, and well, I say quick change, nothing's ever quick with the railways, of course. And so uh, something up north, so to save colleagues from travelling, which will be really good, picking up real and all the other kind of northern territories up there, which is absolutely brilliant, stunning idea. I really, really support that. Yeah, yeah well, we've actually had loads of feedback from, for example, we've, we've got delegates here from Bangor today. We've got visitors from Bangor. Well, wow, so people have travelled. Yes, yeah, they have travelled, but they've, they've, you know, we've been told that they want something like this up there. So our whole idea is if, if it's wanted, we will take it up there and we will give people what they ask for. So North Wales show has been asked for, so we're going to give it a go. I, think, I can't, can't ask any more, can we really, Trudy, which is really good. So, listeners, seriously, if you're an exhibitor or you're uh, in the educational ed tech business and you have products or services that you think would be appropriate for our marketplace, then please get in contact with Trudy Williams. Uh, you can follow the group on Twitter or you can just go to the nationaleducationshow.com website and follow and click on the links from there. Do express your uh, your interest early because it's very easy for this to get booked out, isn't it? Uh, yes, this year we actually booked out around six weeks before the show um, and we, you know, we did have a lot of exhibitors that have unfortunately had to miss out this year. So they will probably even want to come next year as well. So uh, if you were thinking of booking, it, the time is now. It books up very quickly and um, yeah. Now I understand why we're just a little bit squeezed in towards the chip bar, but it has been very convenient for me, I have to say. Now I can understand why you've been short for space. Yes, yeah, um, there's, there's not a single bit of space left in the City Hall for us to use, basically. So um, we have managed to squeeze a few more in for next year. We've added in an extra 10, so we are accommodating the need. But uh, again, the 140 stands, they're, they're still going very quickly. So um, hopefully, you know, Russell won't end up sort of outside the catering department in the chef's cuisine will be good not for that not to have it it's a good spot so uh, i'd um i'd like it again it's a really good spot as well so um what i was gonna say i thought it was just something really interesting there as well so you've increased the numbers which is really really good i think that the the type of the really wide breadth of interest of different exhibitors that are here you'd be really hard pressed and not have to go to london to find this and i've always said that this is you know a capital event that's being held in 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 cardiff i think that's good of course capital of wales but you know you'd have to go to london to find something this big yes yeah it uh, it really even took us a surprise to at the beginning you know when we started the show three years ago we didn't believe it was going to take off like this and uh, the range of exhibitors we've got you know we've got we've got everything here and um yeah it's it's we, you only find this up, up in London and, you know, in, in, in busy areas such as that. So to have it down in Cardiff and have it in Wales to supply the Welsh people is, is really, a, you know, a fantastic.
And it's a good bilingual event, so there's lots of Welsh spoken here in conferences and on the exhibition floor. Um, I've engaged in a few words myself, which is always really good. It, it's a brilliant event. I think everyone is included. Yes, yeah, yeah. And we just, you know, we love doing the event and uh, it'll be going for many, many years to come. And we just love meeting new people. So hopefully we can continue to just keep meeting new people and obviously, you know, meet our lovely exhibitors every year again. So, uh, yeah. Brilliant. Trudy Williams, it's been great to talk to you. Thank you so much indeed. Thank you, Russell. Diolchen Vaur. Diolchen Vaur. Excellent. Beautiful. Brilliant conversation there. It's all happening here. Still loads more to come. We've got 21 minutes still online for you uh, to do. A time for some more music. This is Sean Mendes and Camelia Cabello. She and he are up next. Don't go anywhere. Wales's biggest education show. This is the National Education Radio Show, live from Cardiff City Hall. You're listening to Joss Andrews and Russell Prue, broadcasting live from the National Education Show in Cardiff. And a very good afternoon to you. It is just coming up to 18 minutes to three. You're always worried when a couple of police officers start heading in your direction. I've got a piece, couple of PCSOs here. I have Lloyd. Hello, Lloyd. And we have... Deb. And oh, yeah. Deb. Welcome to you both. Milling around. Yeah. Really good. Is the car okay? I mean, the double... <laughs> yeah, I'm always worried about double... Yeah, I'm joking. That's I joke fine. as well there. Um, you're just kind of observing. And obviously, your police presence is always very important as well. Tell me what your, in, what your thoughts are of the, the event itself. An educational event, teachers. Um, we had parents have attended this as well. And some first-year graduate students from the university have come across. Because it's a great... Normally, you'd have to travel to London to see these kind of providers. Yeah. And this event attracts them here because it's all happening in Wales I have to say so what's yeah. your impression so far um, it's an amazing event it's lovely that it's all in one location we've had a lot of conversations this morning with different types of people we spoke to a headmaster who actually Lloyd knows so um, is that good or bad or does the <laughs> how did that I'll ask Lloyd about that in a second um, we've taken a lot of stuff back because a lot of it is relevant to our role. We deal with a lot of kids in, in different scenarios. Um, we've had ACE tra training recently, which was on adverse childhood experiences. And it gives us an insight into when you're dealing with children, in our capacity, it's usually to do with antisocial behavior. Sometimes it's safeguarding, but it's to understand that there's more than meets the eye, basically. But of course, when you meet somebody, you don't know what their mental health is, particularly, because, you know, whilst we can wear a brooch that says I'm a diabetic and I need this and I need that, but I don't have a brooch that says... Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm, you know, seriously muddled up. I'm, you know, yeah. on the edge kind of thing. And then you have to deal with those kind of situations there. What's impressed you? Anything at all, Lloyd, that you've seen today? Yeah, really the same as, as Deb, really. Um, pick up on certain things that, that people do to safeguard children. I mean, as a, as a PCSO, I'm sure Deb would agree. Um, our job is to prevent, uh, deter crime, deal with antisocial behaviour. Um, I mean, the one thing I was impressed by is there's, there's still places out there where children can go, um, which is which is set up. I mean, PCSO will go along. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a, a business upstairs. They do um, a charity stuff. Say they do a, a youth club. Uh, it gives opportunities for PCSOs to attend. Uh, again, basically build bridges with children and um, fill a gap between the police and, and members of the public, really. 
I think it's about presence as well, because as a member of the public, as a tax-paying member of the public, I, I feel there's not enough presence, that you know those numbers have been cut. I mean, other folk would are arguing that that's not the case, but I, I suspect that it is the case, that it's about relationship building, and we've kind of, you can hark back to the old times when the Bobby was on his or her bike. Well, I can say his, because there weren't many hers in yes. those days, so yeah. I, I, it was perfectly justified to say. And they kind of, they, they had a relationship, and that's we've kind of lost that connection yes. and I think that was the the main idea with PCSOs is that they fill the gap the, the offices are so busy going from call to call to call at times have changed the cyber crime there's lots of stuff they didn't have to deal with in the past and we fill the gap because we got we've got the good part of the job where we can go out patrol speak to people we gather intel um, but mainly it's building the relationships with the youth so that they understand that we are approachable. If there's something that they want to come and speak to us about, we're not all about saying, don't do this, don't do that. Um, and it's about finding solutions for the future, I think. And times are changing and the force is changing with them, luckily. I think that's really good. I've spent a lot of time in Cardiff working in lots of different schools and that means overnight stays and everything. And my perception is that the town centre feels very safe. It feels peaceful. I have not at all witnessed any breaches of the peace. It is a, seems like a very safe environment to come and enjoy oneself. There's some great opportunities to see some great plays, some great culture, some great art, you know, have a drink with friends and I, and I feel it feels really safe and that's a testament down to your work really. Oh thank you, that's very kind. We've put them all in a room, you can't see them. That's what we do in schools actually <laughs> when the inspectors come but don't tell anyone else there which is really good. Both of you really good, thank you so oh, much. It's great you. to see a great presence at a conference like this uh, and I immediately pounced on it because I thought oh you're here with some resources and that wasn't at all the case but you're, you're just here and you are the resource. Oh, and I think you've made a huge impact. So both of you, thank you very much That's indeed. Very Thanks for visiting. Good to talk. Thanks, Joshua. Cheers. Thank very you. welcome indeed. There, checking to a couple of PCSOs, which are always really good. Nothing to do with the car parking or the speeding at all, which is always good news as well. It's just great. It's great humour, great pace. People are really excited, very interested here, which is really really good. Um, I am just going to play a jingle and some more music as we're heading up to our three o'clock slot. Hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you've kind of tickled your fancy or shown you or brought you something really new and something innovative and something different, something to kind of reflect on and a kind of educational opportunities to have for our young people here in Wales. It's, it's clear to me, it is really all happening here. All around the world. Now on air. And now, are you ready to turn it up? The best mix of music is right here. Feel the hits. Feel the freshness. If you have a request or shout-out, hit us up live in the studio. Bringing you conversation. And playing only the best hits. The best radio show. Where it always feels good. You're listening to Joss Andrews and Russell Prue. The National Education Show will provide you with the knowledge, resources and expert guidance to inspire, empower and develop great learners. Time for some music now. You can't beat a bit of Calvin Harris and Sam Smith. I'm so loving this track. You're listening to Joss Andrews and Russell Prue. Broadcasting live from the National Education Show in Cardiff. One feeling, 
Eight minutes to go and there's no pressure. I'm chatting now to the fabulous Hal Roberts, who's the programme coordinator for Infofilm Cymru. Tell me what that is. Interfilm Cymru, we're part of a larger organisation called Interfilm, obviously. Um, it's a film education charity promoting the use of film as an educational tool, either in the classroom or as a film club after school. Um, so it's just kind of promoting and showing the positivity of showing and using film as, as an educational tool. As a resource to watch and enjoy or to make and create? Both, really. Uh, Excellent. So, so you've got... Um, we create resources that they can, that teachers and pupils can use in the classroom, uh, which can promote literacy and creativity and creative writing. Um, that could be, you know, let's look at a short film, for example, and let's take away the screen and you only listen to the sound. Now, from the sound, very similar to radio, really, uh, they, the, the listener, the watcher, will have to kind of create a, a, an image in their head. So what kind of characters would, would be in that film? What kind of location would that be? Um, what's the story going to be about? So you've got all these elements that you can look at uh, through using just sound. Then you've got colours. Uh, what kind of colours are used in film? Um, are the colours warm? Do they make you feel comfortable? Are they cold? Are they, do they make you uncomfortable? Why are these um, colours kind of uh, appropriate for that kind of scene and so on and so on? So you've got all these resources available to re learn and read, as I call it, uh, read a film in, in the classroom. Then you've got the element of watching a film and discussing film and using film as a stimulus for learning. Um, so that could be anything from learning new cultures, learning about a new language. Um, it could be, well, anything, really, uh, whatever the film's all about. Um, so whatever the, st the topic is uh, in the classroom, I'm sure there's a film about it. There, there used to be a, a company that's saying there's a, there was an app for it. Well, yes. I, think there's a, I think there's a film available for it as well. well. Do you think young people have kind of lost touch with that cinematic experience, that's kind of shared experience in favour for kind of one-to-one -one YouTube consumption? Because there, there is still something quite... a sense of an occasion when yes. you go and enjoy a movie with a, a group of folks. I'm quite obsessed with sound of, of film and so on. Um, and you don't get the same experience watching a short little, f uh, sorry, not a short little film, but a, a film on your phone or your tablet no. because, like you say, it's a personal thing yes. and you can, ca it's, it's not a mass participation thing. No. Um, there was a great um, um, quote I heard from an individual uh, many years ago. You go into the theatre or you go into the cinema as an individual, but you leave as a, as a crowd because you've had the same experience. And that element is really kind of true. Um, we look at kind of not just the element of watching film and creating film, but obviously uh, we've got resources looking at the science of film. So you can look at the physics of film, how sound um, is produced in a cinema. Uh, I was lucky enough to go to a workshop with Dolby uh, in, a, in a local cinema looking at things like that. Um, and they were looking at how sound gets to the person in the, in the last row, the back row, and to the first row exactly the same time as the, as the visuals because obviously sound travels different, different times, as we all know. Um, so you've got things like that and obviously the surround sound elements. So there's so much science in that and you know, we can take that back into the classroom, take that back into your lessons and learn so much of that. I'm fascinated. Who, <laughs> who knew? Where can folks find out more about you? So if you go onto our website, which is intofilm.org, uh, or onto our Twitter handle, you can follow us here in Wales, so interfilm underscore Cymru. Uh, obviously we've got our email address as well, so cardiff at intofilm.org. Um, get in touch with us about other resources, get in touch about setting up the club, get in touch with us about um, setting up uh, an account with us, but also 
just after half term we've got our fil- uh, free film festival which runs for three weeks Ooh. Uh, very good it's amazing we're starting on the 5th of uh, or the 6th of uh, November uh, which is the Wednesday um, and we're starting with a fantastic documentary about um, well the positive way of a positive film about climate change um, looking at the, the the ways that we can change uh, our, our way of life through the amenities on, and the, the services that are available already uh, around the world. So it, it's a fantastic documentary called 2040. So we're starting with that and we're running for three weeks and the space is available in uh, some places left. So come along. Wow, and we can find all that, all that on the website? All on the website, yeah. How great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I, I never know. Dear Val, excellent. I know, no idea at all. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating there. From radio to film, it just kind of works really, really, really well. Um, last music track for today. I thought I'd play this because Halloween is just around the corner. I just, put a spell on you. This is from the film Hocus Pocus. And now... You're mine. I just love this as well. And before you worry, you I've already taken that word out. Ah, oh, just absolutely love that. Is that not good? Is that not absolutely good? It's really good. It is exactly coming up to three o'clock. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. I hope you enjoyed us. I'm going to run the news from us live now so I don't interrupt it as it comes into the auto schedule as well. Thank you so much indeed. There's a tweet in there as well. Apparently the lovely Gareth Ritter is still crying for not being asked to do an interview like Mr Hackett did. Well, I'm sorry Gareth, but you know you're always welcome and you could have phoned at any time and we could have talked from any location but never mind on that note thank you so much indeed coming up to almost 181 minutes of live show i hope you enjoyed yourself got to run now the world news from nfsn this has been an anderton tiger radio production thank you so much indeed for listening big shout out to joss hope she's well hope she's got her flood under control and we'll do this all again really soon it'll be available on the website really as soon as i can it's going to be over the weekend sometime you'll be able to pick that up in my soundcloud site and on the national education show.com that's the national education show.com it'll be there afterwards now time for the news thanks very much for listening online across the world on the anderton tiger radio network with russell pro top stories and all the news it's 301 here's the news from feature story news in london i'm ollie barrett from london ollie barrett reporting